from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I, I may be alone in this, right? I'm gonna, I want to play the clip of the pilot telling people not to airdrop nudes to people, okay? Okay. Uh, but I may be alone in this. No, first of all, okay, we have to say nobody wants you to airdrop. Uh, nobody wants to get your nudes airdropped to them, okay? Don't send people nudes without their uh, telling you to send them in the first place or at least asking permission, all this other stuff. However, mm-hmm. this trend, because I've heard this story before where people are on an airplane and then somebody on the plane airdrops a nude to anybody who has their airdrop turned on. Mm-hmm. So that happened on this flight. Okay. And so here's the pilot warning people, first of all. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh, and it's yeah. vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to Cabo. <laughs> Okay. Man, you're going to Cabo. Less naked be... pictures. Let's get your ass to Cabo. Um, so he, this is my this is my only thing. Okay, in no time in life does anybody you should send somebody uh, an airdrop nude without their permission. However, I'm gonna say that if I was on a flight, mm-hmm. I might not mind because I think if somebody airdropped a nude on a flight, I might actually find it. It might help pass the time on a long, boring flight just trying to figure oh. out who the person was. Because then everyone's right? looking around the plane. Right. Like, are, are, they, are they a ginger? Are they a brute? Like, I think it's a great thing for detective work. Mm. Like, I think that you and maybe, flight, yeah. maybe the people in your aisle can, like, get together. You make a few friends. You try and figure out who the person is. Like, I think it's almost like going to a murder mystery party. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? It could be a, a group a group effort. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, mm. I, in life, nobody wants that. But I'm just saying, on a plane, maybe not the worst thing that can happen on a flight. When you send something... Do you not see who it's from? Like, does it say... It depends on what they have their yeah, thing listed and, and as. Because my question is with... You see a preview, okay? Because when you airdrop, yes. it asks you to confirm the airdrop, right? So you hit confirm, and then it goes to your device. But I understand this person is trying to submit the airdrop so you could see a preview. It's not full screen, but you yes. can still make it out. Before, and chances are most people just hit decline, right? Right. Well, yes, but also if you – some people just on their phones just have accept airdrop. No, but you still because, have to. No, you, you have still to have confirm. To accept, you no, still you have don't. To confirm. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Absolutely. I air, no, I don't. Catherine airdrops stuff to me all the time. And, I it, just, and it just pops right up on my phone. And you don't hit. No, nope. you have to hit accept. No, nope. you have to hit accept. I do not. Goes right into my photos. I airdrop all the time. Yeah, and mine, I always have to hit accept. No, and when I airdrop stuff to my wife, well, let's try it always... with Roz. Okay, somebody send Roz a nude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, send me uh, one of Maureen's nudes, Mocha. <laughs> Wait, I have a picture on my phone that ruined Shem the other night. So my phone put together. Oh, no. My phone yeah. put together one of those memory rolls. You know how your phone does a memory roll? Yeah. See, on your device right now, I'm trying to airdrop something. Oh, yeah, it just says accept. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, I'm not going to accept that. 
Um, so on my, my phone, Rude. my phone built a, uh, a, a memory, you know, like you would turn your phone on like, Hey, well, here's this person that you love a lot. Mm-hmm. So I have so many wild pictures of Maury on my phone that my phone built a, a catalog oh. and it's all like Maury, like in a speedo and Maury doing crazy You're stuff. Welcome. Oh, and I sent that right. to the, to the, I sent it to the, to the group chat and Shem was talking to a, a woman the other night on text and what happened Shem? Hey, so just to, just to be clear yeah you sent the message to the to the chat yeah i sent it back saying oh my god this is saying something whatever yes and then i was in the in the um uh, i was in the middle of yes. you know yes yes sir uh, right Texting. We know. <laughs> we know. and yes and reading a book <laughs> right and then accidentally Instead of sending, like, I, I don't send nudes, just to be Ma, super clear. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. I don't. Yeah. But instead of sending a picture of myself. Yes. Clothes. Yes. I ended up sending the same picture that you sent of Maury. Almost nude. Almost nude with right. a watermelon in between his legs. Yes. And I'm like, this is a long story. And, and how did that go over? It, not well. Not well. No. Oh, oh, first of all. Damn. Not well. You're welcome. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I have another uh, slow-mo podcast submission. Oh, yeah? I would love to share with everybody. Please. So it's been discovered that if you listen to our podcast at half speed, we sound drunk. Very drunk. Um, this next one that we got came to us from Roz and Mocha fan, Francesco Belmonte. And Great it's from name. June of 2021. You know what I'm saying about that guy, Sean? Right. <laughs> Francesco Belmonte. Yeah, uh, yeah. Episode 266. <laughs> all right. So this is us talking to a Razamoka fan. Oh, it's a, oh. Geez, okay. Meta. So the two of us sound drunk. And this fan that we're talking to, because she's telling us about like what she's going to do to celebrate her birthday. Yeah. She sounds drunk already. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. okay. Get ready for this. Happy birthday, Allison <laughs> Drazamoka. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Where are you? In Vancouver? Uh, Vancouver, yeah. What is, uh, what's the plan? What's, what's the, f- what can we even do for your birthday? We kind of do have plans where we might take out some takeout uh, fish and chips and go sit by the beach. That's the one. I love fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> the best. I don't even really like. I'm not even a fish guy. No, right? but it's the batter. It's the it's, way that yeah, it depends on where you get it from. Right? It's just fried. I like fried mm. food. And do you like a a? Thick batter or uh, a little bit mm. more, like a little bit more thin but <laughs> crunchy. Um, because like different it. places do it different ways, right? Thick and crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I sound like such a hick when I'm slowed down? Have you noticed Thick that? and crunchy. Thick and crunchy. <laughs> Thick and crunchy. <laughs> 
So Jesus. Shout out to uh, Francesco Belmonte for, yep. for submitting that. If you find That's a moment a in our podcast that when you listen to it at half speed, oh, we sound like this. Chicken crunch. Then feel free to submit it to us. Uh, include your name so we can give you a shout out as well and we'll play it on the radio. Damon Moore, your question is what? What does Roz sound like when he's actually drunk? That? Uh no, I don't know. I've never I've never been that drunk before. Like I mean, I have, <laughs> but <laughs> I just Thick don't know what I sound. I think I probably sound normal. <laughs> Thick and crunchy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Lord of the Rings. I remember I watched the first two movies. I never got around to the third one. They're long. And I don't really remember them. Do you remember the plot? Search for a ring. No. Oh. It was a... Uh, hold on. Don't tell me. Let me figure this yeah. out. Oh. Didn't one of them have a ring? And then he turned into like a, go- like a, a goblin type thing? Mm-hmm. And then um, some next dude came and found, he became, uh, Hmm? did he find the ring? Hmm. I remember there was a scene, he was at a bar, and then he fell on his back, and then the ring fell on his finger. Okay. Right? Sure. And then. Do you remember who the character was? um, Elijah Wood? No, who the character was. No. No. Harry. Harry. <laughs> no, Harry Potter is somebody else. Harry Potter's Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh oh, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Okay. It's not it's not Bill Bo as in William Bo. It's <laughs> it's it's Bilbo. That's what I said. No, you said Bill Bo. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins. Okay, yeah. But it's not Bill Bo. But like it's one word. Yeah. Bilbo. Not Bill Bo. That's what I said. No, you didn't. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins. No, you made him sound like a like a shortstop out of a University of Arkansas. <laughs> okay, and then they had to. I think there was like another ring, and they had to go on a quest to find some next ring. No. And he formed a crew. No. And then this like, the Goblin Smeagol, I think his name was. Sure, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The guy that's precious. And then he. Oh yeah, the my precious guy. And then he. I think was like tagging along, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like really what friends are, with them because the, he wanted to try to get the ring back. Okay. Is that what it was? Raj, do you actually know? Yeah, of course I do. Really? Yeah. You watch? Yes. And didn't fall, didn't fall asleep? No, no. I watched part two. Part did two. I get any of that right? Eh, not really. No, no he did. Not, He's, there's a ring. Yeah, but they're not looking for it. They're, they're going to go destroy it. Why would they do that? Because that's, the ring does bad things. They got to go throw the ring in. Uh, like any wedding ring. Don't. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Wasn't even going there. And he, that's why he wears it around his neck, because when you put it on, it makes you loco, right? And, um. then, and then Frodo. And then Frodo. Frodo! Right? And then Frodo. Oh, oh hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Frodo from uh, Mordor. Uh, no. Frodo oh. from the Shire. Oh. Right. Okay. Uh, and then Sam. Where's Mordor? And then Sam is... Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Yes. And remember that scene where, where Frodo, Frodo is slowly like wasting away because the ring is just destroying him. I don't remember and that. And they got to get it all the way. And then that's when Sam says, um, I can't carry the ring, but I can't carry you. And then he picks up Frodo. 
and and carries Frodo the rest of the way. Like it was a like real so, bro. Like a real bro, right? Brodo. Yeah. <laughs> so they got anyway, brand new Lord of the Rings. Yeah, The Rings of okay. Power is a new show debuting tomorrow on Prime Video. Oh. And uh, our very own Gollum, Devin Mori, yes. spoke to... <laughs> like, the, precious. The, yes. And I never said that. Uh, the entire cast of this okay, new show. Again, go. Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Prime Video tomorrow. So this is obviously Lord of the Rings, but for each of you, if you could be Lord of something, what would you be the Lord of? <laughs> I think I'd probably be Lord of the Kit Kats. <laughs> oh. Man after my own heart. <laughs> Lord of the Kit Kat Chunkies. How about that? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Lord of my front room. Nice. Lord Very nice. <laughs> Lord it in my front room. <laughs> Lord of the dogs. I'd love that. Lord of the dogs. Dogs. Lord of the ocean. I love oh. swimming. Lord of lords. Could I be that? Oh. Lord of the lords. Lord, Lord of the lords. lords. Yeah. I am the Lord of the dance, said he. <laughs> wow. All right. Mind blown. I would be the Lord of puddings. <laughs> I would be in charge of all puddings. I would allocate puddings. I would host many pudding events. <laughs> pudding events. <laughs> I'd, I'd be a uh, tea lord. I think I'd be a Lord of Tea. Wow. Isn't um, that Earl Earl Grey? Yeah, absolutely. Earl there we are. Grey. Be, yeah. There's already a tea. <laughs> There's already an Earl, Earl Grey, but yes, I would, uh, I would, I would be there handing out, you know, bergamot tea bags and uh, wow. assam and wow. uh, lapsam oh, souche. I swear, this group sounds so super lit. Like, what a wild bunch to hang oh, out what with. Are you, what are you putting some tea? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Front Room. <laughs> Lord of the Pudding. I love this cast, man. This, I by love the way, these guys. Is, uh, the cast of the new Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power on Prime Video tomorrow. Talking to Dammit Mori. For all of you, why should everybody tune in and enjoy this uh, amazing show? Well, I mean, this is a very heady answer, but I really mean it. Um, it you, fantasy, and particularly the world of Tolkien, is where the quintessential battle between good and evil can exist. Hmm. And I think that's something. The, the the frailty of man is something that he understood. <clears throat> I, I think it will be yes, deeply entertaining and mm. epic, and uh, awe inspiring. But also, it it touches people in that place of frustration and uh, solitude to see a story of hope that reminds you that when we come together, um, we can prevail. So there you go. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power on Prime Video tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's Roz. I'm Mocha. Every, Welcome to it. Every week, huh? We made it. We made it, y'all. We made it. Oh, my God, we made it. It's so good. <laughs> you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm always so late to everything. But you've been here for... A while now. I know, but I gotta like log on to Teams and all that stuff. Oh. Damn it, Shem. Hello, fellas. What up, man? How's everybody doing? Good. I had three pizzas last night. Mm. Like what what size pizza? Uh four slices. Like a like a small pizza? F- well, four slices, what is that? Medium? No, but like I don't know. You're the one that ordered the know. goddamn yeah, pizza. I didn't order, I didn't I didn't order your medium. Pizza? I had two um one cheese pizza, one dill pizza. Dill a, pizza? What? So what is it like just like a regular pizza with fresh dill or is it a different fresh sauce dill, and stuff? Fresh dill, fresh mm-hmm. dill and zucchini. What's Ugh. the what's the cheese on it? Uh, goat cheese. And Ugh. what's the sauce? Like pesto? Pesto sauce. Yeah. And then the other one was a margarita pizza, which I love. Yeah. Oh, margarita pizzas are good. Where did you get the pizzas? Why did you have so many pizzas? 
Because they all looked so good in the pictures on Uber Eats. <laughs> God, they get you with those, huh? <laughs> Yo, really your, do. your Uber Eats is so wild. What'd you huh? spend on those? What'd you spend? Forty-eight dollars oh, with delivery. Yo, bring your phone in here. Real how much quick. was it? How much Uber was it with delivery? Forty-eight dollars. Yeah, forty-eight dollars. Bring your phone in here. I love. Can you, you run down the hall? I love on that. My way. Okay, I love that we're all separated because of COVID, and like we're just gonna bring more in. More, we need you for a second. COVID, be damned. I just, I just need his phone for a second. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're not oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> this is the best. Maury, anytime, best. anytime Maury hands me his phone, I know he, it's the slow, it's, it's the slow, slow handover, walk. and his thumb just starts going so crazy fast. like he's playing Tetris. Delete, 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 yeah. delete, delete. Trying to find orders. Okay, so where do I go? But that's what I was trying to go to the top. Oh, right orders, there, orders here. Orders. This is always so much fun because then you actually see yeah. uh, how much stuff Maury orders on Uber Eats. Right. Last night. So. Oh, dude! Every single day, huh? Every day. Oh, every day. So he. What did ordered, you spend this week on Uber Eats? So he did uh, forty-eight bucks from a pizza joint. But or... is that total with the live? Do you tip? Not all the time. What do you mean, not all the oh, time, dude? You don't? Oh Why not? God, so what I do is I set the um, tip to zero, and I tip after, depending on how well. I don't pre-tip. <sighs> Bro. Okay. Fair enough. Whatever. Okay, so he did pizza. So three pizzas yesterday. Uh, the day before that, he spent oh, forty-two dollars on mac and cheese. Okay, so hold on. Here's forty-eight. So forty-eight plus forty-two. Yeah, yeah. So he did. Um, he ordered a large vegan <laughs> mac and cheese. It, it sounds awful. <laughs> it gave me gut rot. Yeah, it sounds uh, awful. Gave you a good. Uh, <laughs> And then he ordered from a place called Fresh forty six dollars. Forty six. Uh, the same place, a couple days before twenty six dollars. Yeah. And then days before that, yeah. sixty three dollars. Oh. I spent sixty three dollars on. Uh, you spent sixty three dollars on a mini crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> A prawn crunch roll, whatever that is. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then a zen roll. And you paid $63 for that. Yeah. Okay, so you're at $273 right now in a week on Hold Uber on. Eats. What's this frozen dessert that you ordered for 15 bucks? What is this? Like this. a tiramisu? Oh, ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> $14.67 for ice cream. Yeah. God, man. Yeah, no wonder you're broke. It is no surprise why you're What's so broke. This? What's this for $16? All it reads is six pieces. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's listed as. What is this? Falafel balls. Falafel balls? <laughs> six pieces of falafel balls cost them at 16 bucks. Wait, what are you doing buying falafel? Do you know how cheap falafel balls are? Jeez, at like the grocery store? These ones are green inside. Doesn't matter, man. Oh my God. Yo, I want to go back to his. What was this again? You ordered? Ice cream. Ice cream. Can I go back to this ice cream yes, one please. real quick? Yeah. The one that we spent $14 on? Yeah. Take a wild guess as to what time of day he ordered. The ice cream? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> what time do you guys think? Um, Yo, you think a.m.? Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. 10 a.m. Shem said 10 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. Close. 11 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we got the Britney Elton John track, huh? Sure did. 
Hold me closer. Um, the the tease that they gave us uh, earlier in the week was like just crap quality, and it's just it sounded like super warbly and everything else. Um, have you heard this yet? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the clean version? Yeah, 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 did you yeah, like yeah. it any better? Um, I did. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Here we Do you want to hear a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Hold me closer, time to dance. Why are you scrunching up your face like that, Mike? Why does Elton sound weird? Well, because they can't, you can't heavily auto-tune one voice and not the other. Mm-hmm. That's right. a match. I can't understand him. Yeah, I like I, it. I, I will like give the it the beat is good. Yeah, it's a like just like a straight up like disco beat. Mm. I will say this, man. Elton John, for being 150 years old, <laughs> yeah, he like he is still so plugged into what is like what will work and what is current, and the stuff that he chooses to do with other artists. Like he has really great instincts, man. Yeah. Well, like I he really that, does. Uh, that it was his husband who yes. suggested they get Britney. David for Furnish, this right? particular song, yeah. yeah. David because also suggested the other one that came out. Like David was very instru- instrumental in with that. Uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. right? Because he was going to like, I don't know if Elton John had planned on doing um, some of these remixes already yeah. and just trying to figure out who the right people are to team up with. Well, before that, Dua Lipa was on his Christmas special, and I don't know yeah. if perhaps that's where the idea came from. Mm, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he showed up to her. Um, remember... During COVID, when artists were doing, like, w- later into COVID, artists yeah. were trying to figure out how to, because everyone canceled their shows, right? Yeah. And they're trying to figure out, well, what's the best way we could still monetize and still do these shows that we had planned? Right. And Dua Lipa was, was one of the first that did, like, a all-streaming show, and you had to pay pretty much like a, a fee, like a yeah. pay-per-view fee, yeah. to watch the concert. And Elton John was a part of that production. He played uh, he played piano for but, one of the songs. But even years ago, like when Elton John did that thing live with Eminem. Oh, Stan. Right? Yeah, when yeah, they, when the they did When they did Stan live. Yeah. And then before that, like Elton John did a thing with, I think, like Guns N' Roses. At, there was like a big controversy over a lyric that was seen as homophobic or everything else. And then Elton John understood like the intent and I guess the artistry behind it. And then he came out on stage and then he did the show. Like his instinct. That was like the El- same thing yeah. with Eminem. Was it? Yeah. And that like, was the yeah. Eminem story. And then it they hugged because, and he, was, he let it go. Because if you remember, like early on in Eminem's career, yeah. like controversy surrounding right. his lyrics between like being homophobic and, um, and just the violence and yeah. drug use. And, uh, and then it was that Grammy. It's almost like, Every few years, right, Elton John comes in and, like, 
Not that you need the cosine from Elton John. No, but he 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 takes the heat off people because totally. he because that well, Eminem he's the leader story. Leader of us gays, and if he says it's okay, that's it's okay. that's what I was gonna. That's exactly what I was gonna ask because he did the same thing with Guns N' Roses that he did with uh, with Eminem. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think like he did. What's that big Guns N' Roses song that Climax always plays? It November Rain is that the one? I oh, think I that he that came. Song. Yeah, I think that he came out and did like <laughs> that with uh, with with them. Hold on, is there controversy with that song? No, no, no. It was just November with Guns N' Roses years ago. Oh, oh my God! Bro. I think that's my they favorite Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, is it? It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful song. My mm. God, like that is like the arrangement on that is and the music crazy. video. The music video. Is sad. Oh, I know. You know, what's so funny is that I I don't see videos and I don't see music videos anymore. Well, like, speaking the only, of videos, this the one only time. Here for... I, hold on a second. The only time I see music videos, right? Mm. Like the only time they sort of like float up to where I would see them. Yeah. It's only ever when somebody releases a super raunchy video. Oh, really? <laughs> right. Like that's the that's the only Your time. internet is wild. Like, though. I, no, but I never hear when somebody just releases a new video. Uh huh. Right, like yeah. if somebody just has a new video, I'm like, ah, I, you know, I never, I like, it doesn't wind up in my in my world. It's only when somebody's like, oh my god, have you seen the new video? Right, for right. And I'm like, no, I haven't. And then I click on it. And then you it's know. usually like a, a Nicki Minaj or Megan the Stallion something video. like that. Party B, right? yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Van Expo is happening right now. At the convention center, I cannot wait. Today's my day to go and nerd out. Oh, yeah? Um, Michael Rooker is in town, oh, one of many sorry. celebrities visiting the city and taking part. Uh, Michael Rooker is going to be there tomorrow and Sunday. Uh-huh. Of course, Walking Dead, fan favorite Merle, right? Daryl's brother? <laughs> Merle. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, Yandu from Guardians and, like, so many other great movies. My favorite Michael Rooker is when I think he just plays a really good bad guy. Yeah. Right? He's such a great villain. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, great at everything. He's never not good. No. Like, but then, like, on the flip side, when you meet him in person, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like, he's. I know. He's so nice, it's almost disappointing. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dan Mori had a chance to, uh, to catch up with Michael Rooker. Now, you've been in so many incredible movies and shows, doing some iconic roles. When fans meet you at events like Fan Expo, what, I guess, show or movie do you find that most people are excited to see you from? I'm always surprised when they bring up something obscure, you know. Uh, But the main one that people have been uh, approaching me on has been, uh, of course, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that that uh, the one and two, you know, um, and of course they have questions about the third one, which I have no answers for. <laughs> um, and they, and they, and the, oh, the walking dead, of course, uh, Merle Dixon on the walking dead was, uh, thank goodness they killed me off because I'd be, I'd be running that show by now because <laughs> that, that character is, so overwhelming and and interesting and cool. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, I only did a small, really, in the whole scheme of things. Uh, I was a little bit in the first one, a tiny little bit in the second one, the seasons. And the third one um, ended up being a great uh, run for Merle Dixon, that character. And um, folks are still... Mm-hmm. Uh, in love and in hate and all everything in between. I wonder if during Walking Dead, 
they saw because he was in it for such a little period of time in the in the first season. Mm-hmm. But he made such an impact that the the writers of the show he were like, a great well, character. Like we need more of him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he tested right, very well. Like, yeah, write yeah, yeah. him into the show yeah. even more, yeah. right? I still remember uh, Michael Rooker from, uh, he was Rowdy Burns in Days of Thunder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, great, great. Another great movie, another great yeah. character. Uh, Damn, we're talking to Michael Rooker. Now, when you sign autographs for fans, is that the same signature you also use for professional stuff? Like, are us fans getting the same signature that the bank gets? <laughs> My signature is a little bit different every time I sign it. So each individual signing is an, is precious and should be treated as gold. <laughs> My signature is never exactly the same. But I do, that's what I do. I, I have... That's my signature, and it's different every time. There are uh, very similar. There's, of course, you, you can tell it's me, at each one. But you know, one I'm gonna I'm gonna flare it out a little higher, or lower. It depends on it depends on when you come see me during the day. Yeah. If it's toward the end of the day, it changes quite a lot. Uh, Michael Rooker appearing at uh, Fan Expo this weekend. And I know he already said, like, ah, there's not much I can tell you about Guardians 3, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but still, Dan Moore, you got to ask the question, right? Guardians 3 is coming out next year. Has filming finished? Anything you can tell us to sort of wet our whistle? It's, it's massive. It's beautifully massive. And James Gunn gave it his all. And uh, it's the last one in the series for him. And go, just go and enjoy. That's all I could say. There you go. Mm, last one. That's sad. Last one in the series, man. Yeah. I guess they got to do it, though. Uh, but that is uh, Michael Rooker appearing at Fan Expo this weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. My DMs yesterday. Oh, I know. Were probably the busiest <laughs> that I've ever ever had since joining Instagram forever ago because The Rock through the Warner Brothers actually in a bunch of different uh, Instagram accounts said this what is up fan expo man I am so pumped to give you the diehard fans the exclusive tip that I am coming to Toronto finally The Rock returns to Toronto his home away from home in October to celebrate Black Adam on the big screen. Follow the Warner Brothers Canada social pages for your chance to join me at this epic event. So get ready, Canada. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. I will see you, Toronto, in October. Okay, so everyone's like, Mocha. Yo. Like, that's your guy. It is. And I was like, yes. Uh-huh. So now I got to figure out a way to come face to face with The Rock. Yeah. So amongst all these messages, right? Yeah. Of everyone celebrating the fact that The Rock is coming to Toronto and knowing how much of a fan I am yep. of The Rock, right? Amongst all of these, uh, Razamoka fan, Katie Zemeckis, uh-huh. reached out. I was like, <laughs> as soon as I saw this, I thought of you, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So it's another video of The Rock 
But I completely forgot about this. And this was from when The Rock was still with the WWE. Okay. And in 2003, he's a bad guy. Okay? He's a heel. Oh, So right. this is a time where anytime he goes to a city, he roasts that city. Yeah. And it just so happens in this video that Katie Zemeckis sent to me yeah. was when The Rock returned to Toronto and oh. then completely destroyed the crowd. No! Finally! The Rock has come back to Toronto! Toronto! <laughs> the Rock said he wanted to come right here to Toronto, Canada. Uh -huh. Rock sucking up this crowd, if you ask me. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Are you, are you kidding The Rock? Are you kidding The Rock? What? Is this the first time you've ever heard someone mention your city? Is that it? Oh, yay! Hooray! Oh, no. <laughs> Toronto! Oh, yay! No. Oh, yay! No. That's where we live. We live in Toronto. Yay! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Last year, WrestleMania, 68,000 of you mother Canuckers booing The Rock out of the building. Mother, mother uh, you don't boo The Rock, look you fatty. The Rock gets more <laughs> in a week oh than you God. get in a lifetime. <laughs> wow. The jabroni beaten, ow. <laughs> eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, stronger than a bear, faster than a buck, the biggest thing to hit Canada because the maple leaves suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, Canada, you know what? Hell, know your role, just shut your mouth, take all your booze, stick them straight up your maple syrup, sucking candy asses. <laughs> <laughs> now, you so know, sweet. okay, I understand that Rock is playing a heel here, right? He's playing of the bad course. guy. But some of that, some of that well, came to him very easily. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the leaf stuff? The, oh, yeah. yeah. The, some of that, right? Like some of that <laughs> stuff in there came, sounded like it came a little too easily for him. Like also, yelling at the fat guy? Yeah. Yeah, right? that was natural. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'm, is it just me or does The Rock, is he now wearing quite consistently when he's doing press, like a really cool updated version of the Cosby sweater? Oh, like that sweater from the video yesterday? Yeah, because he has a lot of those. Yeah. It might be the brand. I think because he wears like, them quite frequently. Like, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It I looks think it might like be the, the Cosby brand. sweater. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Cosby sweater, though. Right? Am I wrong about that? No, I don't want to diss the man and his fashion. The similarity. But, yeah. He might be loyal to a brand. Right. Also, that anyway. sweater looks like it is holding on for dear life yeah. on that guy. <laughs> like, for dear life. So, I don't know what we do. But Which the rock, rock are we getting? Are we getting... Nice Rock? Nice Rock? Or are we getting... Candy ass, fat ass. I get more whatever than you do. <laughs> I don't know, but that I need rock. to come face to face oh, with the man. Jeez. Uh, but thank you to everyone that DM. I can't believe they said that. Right. To you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And thank you, Katie, amongst all those messages, all those wonderful believe. messages. Mogu, your best friend's coming to town. Mogu, you need to link up with your best friend. And then yeah. Katie's like, hey, remember that time when? <laughs> That's tough, too. It's hard to hear. I know. You hear it again, it? just a little bit? Finally, The Rock has come back to Toronto. This is so positive all the Toronto. time, right? I know. Toronto's mouth on like all your candy asses. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock said he wanted to come right here to Toronto, Canada. <laughs> like, I take it personally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, wait a minute. Are you, are you kidding, The Rock? 
Are you kidding the rock? What? Is this the first time you've ever heard someone mention your city? Is that it? <laughs> oh, yay! Hooray! Set <laughs> Toronto! Yay! So embarrassing. That's, that's so that, embarrassing. That's where we Thanks, live. Man. We live in Toronto. Yay! Shut up! You know what? There's nothing we can do about it either. Look at no. WrestleMania. No. 68,000 of you mother Canuckers booing no. the rock out of the that's building. gotta take it. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you can do. You nothing. Right you fatty. The jabroni beaten now. <laughs> eating trailblazing, eyebrow raising, stronger than a bear, faster than a buck. The biggest thing to hit Canada because a maple leaf sucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that it hurts. I mean, he is kind of spitting facts right there. Right to the soul. Hey, hey, Canada, you know what? Hell. Know your role, just shut your mouth, take all your booze, stick them straight up your maple syrup, sucking candy ass. Love you, Rock. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, uh, Maury, how many views uh, does your TikTok video have? 400,000. What? Morning did a TikTok video yesterday. I got 400,000 views. Oh, congratulations, yeah. dude. And you know, sometimes when somebody goes like viral for something and mm. then that's just the thing that they're known for, but they're like, man, I'm known for that now. So, oh, yeah, happened? so Maury's the can't turn right guy. Huh? Um, 36,000 likes. So Maury out here doing city work. So Maury was at King and Portland, and I guess they're doing construction, okay? Always are. Always are. <laughs> so they're doing construction, and because of the construction, when you get to the intersection, existing already is a sign telling drivers that you cannot go straight. Okay. An existing sign that says you cannot turn left. Okay. Then the city workers also added a sign to that intersection that said, you cannot turn right. So where the hell do you go? Exactly. So here, let me play you a little bit of, uh, of Maury's uh, video from yesterday. Go. Okay, I had to come and check this intersection in Toronto out for myself. So right here, you cannot turn right. But then if you look over here, you also can't turn left and go forward. You can't turn right. You can't go forward or turn a, left. You're just stopped. So when you get to the where end. Where do you go? There's nowhere to go. So when you recorded that video, were there cars on the street, like, <laughs> stopped right there? Yeah, a lot of them just went, like, through and broke the rule. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then uh, some people commented on the TikTok saying that when they did that, they got tickets. Yeah. What? So, so people, what are you supposed to do, though? Well, exactly. Why so, don't they just close the street so you can't go? Well, because well, streetcars street still have to go through. Streetcars still have to go through, right? Well, like where do the streetcars go? If you can't go left, right, yeah. and straight? Well, they can go. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> oh, so it's so, okay for the streetcars yeah. to go. So it was an intersection. <laughs> again, it was an intersection where there was, a, because of construction, there was a very large sign telling motorists at that intersection that you cannot turn right. Mm. Then when you look ahead, there's a sign saying you cannot go straight. And also a sign saying you cannot turn left. So there was nowhere for people to go. Damn it, Maury. Mm -hmm. Did you talk to any of the construction workers in the area? No, but this thing became huge. So Maury got 400,000 views on this video, and then and then traffic services started getting involved, and they replied to Maury's video. Oh, my God. Okay, they said, hey, Maury, thanks for sharing this. Uh, based, on, uh, your, <laughs> yeah. based, on your, based on your TikTok, 
Uh, we reached out to the city of Toronto, also loving the beard. Let's get together soon. I'll buy coffee. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then traffic services got involved, and they said, hey, Maury, it's great that you got this issue, needed attention. In the future, if you see something like this, call 311 to let the city know. <laughs> no. It, you know, okay, Maury's going to go home and sit on hold with 311 for God knows how long to tell somebody something that they're not going to care about. Mm-hmm. Right? And not going to be able know. to do anything right. about it. So, or go on TikTok and get 400,000 views on a stupid video, but it can't turn right. Wow. So it turns out the construction company got in trouble. Really? They no! Didn't have snitch. snitch. They didn't have a permit to put the no right turn sign. Oh, snitch. my God. Are no. you going to be in trouble now? Snitch. And then no. apparently snitch. the police were supposed to, or city services was supposed to cover up the go forward sign yeah. to allow people to go forward. Right. And then they didn't. Nobody they, did their job. So, <sighs> so in other words, everybody's getting in trouble and they're all going to be mad at you. Yeah. I know, but yeah, but this guy wants to go for coffee. Right. Look at more <laughs> out here pointing out people who don't do their job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, 400,000 views and it could have been anything Maury's wow. done, but Maury is now the can't turn right guy. Yeah, and then you just got everybody in the city right? fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Hey, How are you guys? Fabian. Wow. Yo. What's going on, dude? We haven't talked to you in forever. How's summer? Uh, good, man. Good. Can't complain. You know, well, I can complain, but nobody listens, right? Fair enough. <laughs> How's work? How's yeah, life man. in the uh, in the in the trades? We know that you're a plumber. Oh, good, man. I'm actually working at uh, the largest site in Toronto right now, the well. Oh, so nice. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool to go down in somewhat of a history, I guess. I got to see Maury a couple of weeks ago uh, on the streets of Toronto. Oh, yeah. Where, what was Maury doing? I don't know. Nothing, it looked like, but he said he was going to a meeting. A meeting? <laughs> yeah, right. What a yeah. liar. What, what meeting? Me- what meeting were you going to, Maury? I was going to a press conference. That's not a meeting. I don't think I said meeting. Uh-huh. You said meeting, Maury. Yeah. You didn't even recognize me. I no, I didn't. I didn't. He's like, yeah. I, all I know is that there's a guy coming towards me with, like, a massive joint hanging out of his mouth. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you should have knew it was me right Hold away on a there. second. How many Fabians do you know, though, Maury? I only I know, know it was one, Fabian. and it's the one that we're talking to. I didn't know it was Fabian at the time. I don't know. Like, I just saw this oh. really dirty man with a joint coming out of his wow. mouth. Coming were you dirty us. that day, Fabian? Yeah, I was in my workload. Yeah, the see? guy's working construction twelve hours a day. <laughs> I don't know that. Then <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're well, right. When you don't know yeah. it's Fabian, it's just a dirty man with a joint in his mouth exactly. coming at you on the sidewalk. Oh, I get man. it. And Maury is like, <laughs> more like, I would feel bad for people when Maury and I would drive to to work together, and uh, every now and then he would like drive home. So it was like daytime, right? Yeah. And if we were like at a stoplight. And somebody was crossing the road in front of us, but they were like a little too close to the car. Like, and I'm just, and I mean like somebody who looks somewhat normal, not completely normal, but somewhat normal, Uh right? They, as soon as they got close to the car, Maury would put his hand on the door lock and all the person outside would hear was, (laughs) right? Like anytime anybody got close to the car, Maury would like lock the door immediately, right? Like terrified of everything and terrified of everyone. So right? Fabian uh, was yes, the, the 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 meeting with Dammit Maury. Your encounter with Maury was it everything that you thought it would be? 
so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. I thought you were going to say, like, super awkward. No, well, you know, it was awkward. It was awkward on the fact that the man said, you didn't rec- remember me. But other than that, I like, I figured once he smelled the weed and the J, he was like, okay, it's definitely Fabian. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do they let you smoke at work? Uh, yeah, sure they do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on site. I go for a walk. You know what I mean? It's my medicine, man. I got to work. Let the man live. That's my How medicine. I- That's it, man. Let the man live, man. <laughs> Uh, so what, so like what did you guys what did you guys talk about? Nothing. I said oh. hey, Ma- I saw him from afar. I'm like, hey Maury. And he's like, oh, you know, and I'm like, it's Fabian. He's like, oh no, it's not. And I'm like, I showed him my weed. I'm like, of course it is. <laughs> and then he's like, oh he goes, Oh yeah, you're dirty. I'm like, yeah, I said, let's take a selfie. He goes, Okay, tag me in it. And then that of was course, it. Of course, yeah. Of course he said me. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was what? And then he was uh, on his way to his very important meeting? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I got to go. I'm on a me- I, I got to go to a meeting. I'm yeah. like, all right, have a good one, Maury. Maury's power meeting. Like, <laughs> off his way to deals. What a liar. <laughs> Fabian, you know we love you, bro. Thanks for checking in. Oh, I know. Oh, good, man. Have a good weekend, guys. Love you guys, too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Let me read you this headline from Vanity Fair. Simply reads, close your eyes and listen to Jamie Foxx's Donald Trump impersonation. Oh, my God. Now, I have not heard this. Oh, you I, haven't? No, I have not. I did not know that Jamie Foxx can do Donald Trump. Every now and then, Jamie Foxx, when he's doing stuff, he pulls out impressions. And he like he's not known for impressions, but he's very good at impressions. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I know about Jamie Foxx. But I've not heard Jamie Foxx do his Donald Trump. I guess he busted this out while he was out promoting uh, Day Shift, his movie on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is so, really great, by the way. He's uh, with Snoop Dogg. Oh, God. Right? Okay. Snoop's here, yeah. uh, and they're on a the Rap Radar podcast, as okay. you said, promoting their their Netflix movie. Yeah. Okay. But listen to Jamie Fox and his Donald Trump impression. It's a lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop Deal Double G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love Death Row. I love Death. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. I love Death Row. <laughs> What's your favorite Death Row record, uh, Mr. Trump? All of them. <laughs> all of the Death Row records. Don't try to pin me down. I see what he just... Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. They tried to give me the virus. <laughs> I beat the virus. Wow. And you know incredible. what's crazy? Is wow. That even knowing that it's Jamie Foxx, at least for me, and I saw the clip, yeah. and it's incredible. But even hearing it, trying to picture Jamie Foxx doing the Donald Trump voice, I can't picture it. No. Because that's it's not like good. Really incredible. Right? Like it's a lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. Like I, you have to watch the video in order to That is so wild. He's real I mean, a lot of people do Trump. Yourself. There's a lot yeah. of really great people who do Trump, but it's when he says excuse me. Yes. Where he yes. where he nails it, right? It's a lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop Deal Double G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love people Death Row. I love Death Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. You don't hear... Uh, I don't know how long he's been practicing his impression of Donald Trump, but it's not like he like he had to wait till it was absolutely perfect before doing this on such a 
public platform. I'm sure he does it on his friends all the time. Right. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. That is uh, Jamie Foxx as Donald Trump. Jeff, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Joe. How you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Good, um, welcome to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Well, thank you very much. So when and where does your hell of a story take place, Joe? Uh, so I grew up in Brampton, um, just on the edge there of Caledon. And uh, I think it was around like 2014. I was, I was probably in like grade nine at the time. Okay. So uh, my brother and I... Uh, we had these uh, these BB guns like growing up and whatnot. Um, <laughs> oh, dad, <no>. dad, <laughs> dad taught us how to shoot out in the backyard and, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, so I, I had three of my friends over from high school. Uh, we were just playing around in the backyard with them. We thought it would be a great idea to go out in the field that uh, my house backed onto and just like play airsoft with them like we had the plastic ones with like the orange tips on them and all that uh so the ones with the the ones who had the the pistols would like run up on each other and uh the ones with the with the rifles that we had they were like red riders shot like the steel bbs mm-hmm. would sit far away from each other and and shoot each other at like a long distance okay hold oh, on here no. let me just clear, let me just clear, th- let me just clear oh, things up for people no! Okay, so you're in grade nine, and you guys have uh, BB guns, and you're doing target practice in the backyard, and you and your friends think it would be a great idea if you just went, left the backyard, went out into the field, and instead of doing target practice with the BB guns, you decided to start shooting each other with the BB guns. Yeah, pretty okay. much. I, I hear you. I hear so you. So then what happened? Yeah. My God. Did you get shot? <laughs> oh. To be honest, I think my brother and my friends needed to work on their aim. Oh, so you didn't even get... Did you hit anybody? I think they need to work on their aim because after every shot I took, all I heard was ow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you're out in the field shooting up your bodies with a BB gun. Then what happens? After about 45 minutes, we decided to head back, and we originally hopped the fence to get into the field, but we were, like, all tired and whatnot, so we decided just to uh, throw the BB guns over the fence there and and start walking around to the front. Right. So I guess one of my neighbors isn't really knowledgeable about uh, guns and BB guns and whatnot. So we turn around after we ditch the guns over the fence, and there's a, a cop car that we didn't notice that was there before. Oh, no. And I'm just going to um, stop you right there, okay? You say that like, yeah. like, like it's a surprise to you. <laughs> Most people's neighbors aren't experts in the difference between guns and BB guns, okay? No, but, but you know, with orange tips, see-through plastic BB guns, you know, you, you sure. think. Sure, okay. okay, go ahead. So we start continue walking, and then all of a sudden the cop says, like, hey, stop right there. Oh. And we're like, okay. And then told us to get on the ground. <laughs> So we got on the ground, and I'm not even kidding. About 30 seconds later, we're hearing more sirens, and these three black SUVs come screeching in. Oh, no. Slamming on the brakes. And then next thing I know, I have, like, 30, like, SWAT team officers just, like, surrounding us. Are you idiots? (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? Did they cuff you and, like, Uh, take you in or what? No, they they found uh, my brother uh, didn't want to throw over one of the BB guys or one of the uh, plastic ones because, like, he had just got it that day and he didn't want to break it because, like, it's plastic. 
So they found it in his back pocket, seeing that it had an orange tip. I guess the rest of the officers talked to each other for a bit. They actually just like kept us on the ground, hands spread, weren't allowed to move, wasn't allowed <laughs> oh, to do anything. No. Uh, and then the like the SWAT team, I, I assume it was, uh, they took off. And then the officer like pretty much he's like, okay, so I'm gonna give you guys about a 15 minute lecture. Started calling us like, I don't know how dumb you can be to do this. <laughs> yeah, but. This was pretty stupid. And then for like the next 15, 20 minutes, he stood there laughing with us. He's like, yeah, I never, never do this, do this again. So did you have to tell your parents? Uh, my parents weren't home at the time. Oh, and uh, no. We, so your we parents don't know them. up to now, up to today? They still don't know what happened? No, no they, they, they know. We told oh. them when they got back. But, oh, okay. But uh, no, they weren't there that day. And uh, I was surprisingly, I was, well, I guess it's not really surprising. It's not my first time being in trouble with a BB gun. <laughs> oh, enough. wow. <laughs> uh, well, Joe, that is a hell of a story. So, Joe, uh, you and your friends who were target practicing with BB guns in the backyard decided, because you're stupid boys, um, that it'd be cool <laughs> to go into the field and shoot each other with the BB guns. And one of your neighbors called the SWAT team on you. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I'm just going to take a wild guess. You're a white guy. Because that could be the yeah, only sure. reason why you're on the phone with us today. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't have to answer. We all know. Uh, originally from Newfoundland. Joe, thank you, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello? Yo, Megan, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Um, Megan just texted and said, this is for Shem. Your IG story cursed me. What was... The IG story that Shem posted that uh, did you dirty. He posted that, like, basically blank and Monday's going to be here in, like, 30 minutes. And I swear I haven't slept properly since, and I blame him. What was the, what was the thing you posted, Shem? I'm going to find it right now. Hold on. Blink and Monday is in 30 minutes? What the hell are you talking minutes? about? Uh, I posted this on Friday. Have a good weekend because Monday will be here in 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh okay. <laughs> Thanks, oh, oh, no. I gotcha. So you see that yeah, on yeah, Friday yeah, yeah, and it ruined yeah. your entire weekend. I swear I've gotten about as little sleep as Shen usually does. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Which is a struggle. You should ask. You should borrow his mask. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that My cool. parents have their own. I can always borrow theirs. Oh, yeah. No, you can't borrow your mom's sleep apnea mask. That's too personal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, you know, she doesn't like to use it too much. Shem, if you you hooked up with somebody who also had sleep apnea, right? Like, would you do that move? Like, you know, sometimes in movies when you see two people and they've like, they're in the middle of the ocean and they got to swim through a tunnel, but they only have one tank where like they share it. Like the guy will take a couple big puffs and then he'll like put it in her mouth and give it to her. Like, would you do that? Like, if would you like, you know, give yourself a couple hauls off the sleep apnea mask and then put it on the girl? Uh, Give her a couple hauls? No, you know, like when you're on a plane, right? And they say you got to put your oxygen mask first. Yeah. Yeah. That's my philosophy. Do you have a spare? Uh, you I don't. do have a you spare. Do have a spare. Oh, you so do? You do so you could, you could hook it up, right? I, I could hook you up. You know, you just go ahead and adjust the settings. No, and, hold on. Yeah. Is that spare, like, just in case you do meet a girl who also has sleep no. apnea and you bring her home? No. no? It, it's oh, it's, it's right. not like an extra T-shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, don't worry, babe. I got you. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just, I was just checking. I don't know. Like, I don't know. You know, maybe you're part of a group where you don't, you, like, it's like a special tender just for people with sleep apnea. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> You're only allowed to log on between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Megan, thank you so much for the uh, for the text and for listening. You're welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Brian, how you doing, man? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Ron. Hey, Mocha. I'm good, man. Uh, bro, essentially, I uh, love you guys. Uh... We bought a new home, and my only concern is the lawn. Like, I'm really old with the lawn. If you guys can help me out, that would be great. <laughs> okay, oh, <wow>. okay, Brian. <laughs> Brian, you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha fixed my life. Roz, I need you to please uh, come in clutch for me here. Uh, we bought a new house, which is a new project, and they just laid the sod about a month ago. We tried our best to keep it alive, but the grass is weak and has fungi problems. Uh, thereby, I was wondering if you could please help me with tips on the fungi, fertilizing, and potentially overseeding. Thank you so yeah. much, guys. Do you know what kind of grass they put down? Yeah, man. So we have a Kentucky bluegrass. You oh, do, yeah. Yo, Kentucky Blue is my favorite. And how's it doing? It's pretty good, man. Honestly, my grass is pretty sexy. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. looking all right. Like, it's the best grass in the neighborhood. Yeah. No, not talking shit. Like, it's beautiful. Okay, but, the, did, but it, it did, it, did, did it survive all this heat? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm watering it. Every day I put water on that thing, like, multiple times a day. That's why you have fungus. Fair enough. I agree. Yeah. But but I need to also catch with the, with the lack of soil underneath, right? Okay, so the, the great thing about Kentucky bluegrass, is it 100% Kentucky bluegrass? Or is it a mix? Well, it, Allegedly, so that's my question. So the guy came up and I went up to the guy and I'm like, "Yo, listen, uh, what grass is this?" Yeah. Because Ross Weston said, "Like, you need to know what grass you have." Yeah. So I'm like, All right. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, "Yo, uh, Kentucky bluegrass. All right, too easy. Like, I don't know anything about grass, man." So okay. I'm like, "All right, cool." So the guy said. So when I go to uh, Canadian Tire a week ago to look for grass and, and seed, and they're like all these freaking things, like, "Oh, bluegrass mixed with this and that," mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh." That's not what Ross said. Yeah. Pardon my language. Yeah. Okay. So Kentucky blue. If it is 100% Kentucky bluegrass, I'm skeptical that they put 100% Kentucky bluegrass in, in a new development. Um, but uh, so the the great thing about Kentucky bluegrass is that Kentucky bluegrass is one of the only sort of like like grasses that spreads that you can that can survive in Canada. It can survive the winter, right? So if you uh-huh. do have spots, it will eventually fill those spots in normally. Other grasses don't do that. That's when you have to sort of seed those holes. But if it is 100% bluegrass, those spots will eventually go in. Um, the other thing you need to do is um, you need to get an anti an antifungal. Like you need to get a fungus treatment. And you can buy them online. They're liquids. You mix them with water. You buy a hand pump sprayer from you know Canadian Tire, whatever, and you read the bottle and you go out and you and you spray it. But you, you have fungus problems because you have water. But you have to water so much because it's new grass and we've just gone through a massive heat wave with with no rain. Right. So yeah, exactly. you're sort of stuck. I'm going through the same thing yeah. with, with mine. Uh, but you have to it'll it, this heat. If you're not watering it in this heat, basically, you're, you're wasting your money on grass because it just will not survive this heat. Normally, with new grass, you do it. it you know, I, I would normally do it after Labor Day, although with Kentucky bluegrass, you have to do it much earlier. Like you have to do it now. So I was going to wait till October because that's what I hear. All the no. Time. Are you mad? I don't know, Ross. He's listening to you, man. You're Bro. my long guy. If you don't talk to me, I don't know anything. No, dude. <laughs> listen, okay. If you're gonna throw seed, if you're gonna throw seed down, okay, you're good to go. Right, you're good to go right after Labor Day. But you can't throw Kentucky bluegrass down. If you're gonna throw Kentucky bluegrass down, you got to do it last week. Okay, but I didn't know that's why I called you. Thank you. I'm not. 
puts it right now. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. God damn it. All right. So you're going to do like an overseed. I doubt it's 100% Kentucky bluegrass. Um, but so you can just throw like an overseed mix down. Buy good grass seed. Okay. Mm. Don't buy garbage grass seed. Go to a place okay. that sells good grass seed. Go to like a, a, a um, what do you call it? A garden center. No. Yeah. You got to go find like a, dis- like a distribution place. There's tons of them all over the city. Okay. okay. I, 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 the place where I buy my grass seed, there isn't even a store. There's there's silos in a warehouse. Oh damn! And, and you and you drive your truck in. The la- the, what? I'm poor. Okay, I don't know this thing. Okay, I'm not rich like you, bro. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's making that rich grass money. Listen, man. Okay, then don't then don't come at me with I want a beautiful lawn, but I'm poor. Okay. <laughs> I knew what you bro. Buy, uh, buy a good fungicide. Get yourself a, 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 a hand pump spray bottle, a good overseed blend, and uh, just water, 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 and uh, you're good. So if you if you overseed with like a ryegrass or anything like that, you'll probably have like some decent germination in you know probably like ten days. But you're not going to mow it for like twenty five, okay? All right, cool, man. Okay. You got some I'm tips good, there guys. for I'm you. Good. Yeah, the All right. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. So you know me, huge F1 fan, right? <laughs> Love racing my entire Jesus. life. Jesus. Here we uh, go. Belgium Grand Prix. It's just like Adipa, he does this yesterday. every every time, even around Super Bowl. Mocha is like he's, he becomes the biggest football fan. I know. What are you talking I've about? Noticed. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Listen. Yeah. That no, track yesterday ahead. was incredible. Okay. Okay. Where was it? In Belgium. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like the great, the most famous F1 driver in the entire world. Sure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not having the best year. Oh, no? No, not at all. Not having How the best How has he performed year. after Deepa met him? Deepa, were you his bad luck charm? No, actually, I was his good luck charm. So mm-hmm. for like four or five races. If you count coming in third and fourth we... all the time. Has he won since you guys met? Like first place. No, okay, he hasn't gotten okay. a first okay. place. There we go. That's all we needed to know. Uh, Max yes. Verstappen. By the way, won yesterday. His ninth win of the season. And I think his third straight, right? This is the third straight yeah, race I that he came so. in number one. He's been killing it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton, uh, the most popular racer in the entire world, started in fourth position yesterday. Ooh, and uh, right out of the gate. So you have 44 laps to do your thing, try to get first place. If not, place podium, right? Yeah. First, second, or third. And Lewis Hamilton on lap... No- I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. This guy screwed up. What did he do? <laughs> oh, Huge. did he? Yeah, yeah, on the very first lap. Listen to this. Fernando Alonso, it's his old teammate, Lewis Hamilton. Here comes Hamilton into the Lacombe chicane, and they make contact. Hamilton rises up into the air. He's made contact with Fernando Alonso. George Russell goes through. There's the Aston Martin of Lance Stroll onto the gravel. And that was Alonso and Hamilton getting too close together, tangling, but they both managed to carry on. So lap number Wait, what, one, what Lewis Hamilton hits another driver. Lewis Hamilton's car goes airborne, mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. out of the race no. on lap number no. one. One of the greatest racers yeah. in the world. 
And on the very first lap, he's out of the race. What do you think he did in his car? Like, was he checking his phone? No. So what happened is he came out and he said that he didn't see Fernando Alonso in his blind spot. And it yeah. was 100% his fault. Like, he did take responsibility. And he's like, I look back at the footage. This is my fault. I apologize. Um, and he apologized to his fans and his team because okay, the car damaged, stop, right? Stop, 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 stop. So, okay. But, when you're in a race like that, mm-hmm. everybody's in your blind spot. Yeah. Okay? So I don't believe the... I didn't <sighs> see him in my blind spot. When you're okay. when you're traveling at the speeds that you are, every single uh, racer is in your yes, blind spot. But also, also... Yes? It's like if you are a racing driver, you have to take any gap that you potentially think is there. So I okay. think that's what he did, but mm-hmm. clearly it ended mm-hmm. very wrong. Here's what so. Lewis Hamilton had to say. Yeah, I had a really good time with Fernando and... Did a, did a move down the outside. Got up um, alongside him a little bit ahead of him. Um, I thought that I left enough room and I didn't. And, uh, and I paid the price for it. So it's my, it's my fault. And um, just really sorry to my team, really. Isn't that like a $20 million car he drives to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Something very like expensive. <laughs> $20 million. Probably um, more. I don't know. And it's fitting that this happened yesterday where Lewis Hamlin screwed up on lap number one and yeah. crashed his car yeah. and got out of the race. It's fitting that this happened on the exact same weekend that Deepa posted on Instagram a video of her playing the <laughs> F1 video game at home as Lewis Hamilton and spinning and crashing all over the place. It's not good, Deepa. I don't know if you saw this video. If you good. get a chance. You're bad luck. <laughs> like, Deepa, you need to stop. What is it, Deepa Prashad 1 on Instagram? No, so I have a new F1 account. It's at <sighs> F1 Deepa. Oh, okay. so, stop it. Just, no, just, for, just for F1 fans? Yeah, so, but yeah. Deepa, like con- Deepa got the new yeah. F1 okay. game. And did yeah. you go and buy that that steering wheel? Yeah, my husband got it. Yeah, so. Bro, I've been looking at these steering wheels. <laughs> yeah. The video game steering wheel How for much F1. Are they? Yeah. These ones are like 500 bucks. Oh, my God. And Deepa's expensive. at home playing it. Yeah. Trying F1 2022 for Wait, the first what? time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. So, in this video, she's apologizing to the other drivers. Yeah. <laughs> She's like spinning out, crashing into the wall, crashing into a barricade, crashing into other drivers. Do you have pedals on the floor? How do you make the gas go and stuff? Yeah, there's... Uh, Full pedals? Pedals and everything. You got to change my, gears? Yeah, I have to shift. You have oh to shift, God. upshift, downshift while you're driving. Brake. I didn't hit the brakes once, which yeah, was a big tell. problem. Yeah. It sounds like it. I, t- I made it. I'm in fourth. No, you're not. <laughs> You know what? They should have. I wish. I wish every race had in the mix somebody who got to drive the race for the very first time, and and just so we could listen to what that sounded like. Because listen, like I would love it if every now and then during an actual F one race they could cut to somebody like Deepa in uh-huh. one of the cars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be chaos. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Yo, Kai. Happy birthday! It's your boyfriend's Roz and Mocha. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Kai is a mega, mega fan and has been listening to the Raz and Mocha show since day one. That's uh, crazy, here's man. what Kai did, though. He didn't reach out to us yeah. to be like, yo, it's my birthday. He reached out to Shem to be like, hey, it's my birthday. And I'd love for Raz and Mocha to call. And I've always wanted that to happen, but I was too embarrassed to ask myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he reached That's out to me. Shem. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> What's going on, dude? Uh, not much, man. Uh, I'm just, yeah, just turning 28 today. And, um, you know, I just figured it would be great to finally, you know, speak to you guys. I've been listening to you guys for like half of my life. Wow. Dude. <laughs> That's and, uh, you know, I'm like grateful for everything that you guys do and all the advice you've given me. And even the, you know, the interactions that we've had online, it just, you know, it, it means the world. I've even, I think I met Mocha a few times at work and I met Shem and it's, you know, you guys are the same people that you are, you know, on the radio and you guys are just so genuine. And I, you know, I can't imagine my life not, you know, having you guys as a part of it. You know. Oh, buddy. Thank you. You're engaged now, right? <laughs> I'm engaged. Yeah. Oh, that's months ago. crazy. So congr- <laughs> congratulations on that. So how old are you when you started listening to us? Uh, I want to say I was entering high school. So what is that oh like 15? I'm, I'm 28. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's been a long time, guys. Uh, but we, we, we can't thank you enough, man. No, no. Thank you guys. Thank you for everything you guys have done, especially during COVID. It's, you guys are just keeping people's minds, you know, occupied and, you know, making things positive. So I, I, you know, it meant a lot to me, especially those two years. And you guys are still still kicking it. So thank you. Um, let me ask you this, Kai, because you've been listening since you were a kid, right? And now yeah. grown up, 28 years old, engaged to be married. Um, you mentioned earlier, you know, you learned a lot from the Razamoka show since you started listening, what's the one thing that you would say kind of stuck out in your mind or what sticks out in your mind? Um, I would honestly say just listening to you guys, you you guys have different perspectives on things. You know, I always used to just think my way was the right way. And hearing you, Mocha, and hearing you, Roz. (laughs) (laughs) Roz still thinks that way now. (laughs) No, it's made me, you know, it's made me mature a lot more and then opened my eyes a little bit so no that's that's the biggest takeaway for sure for me no you're the best man really and, appreciate and, it and kai's a huge nerd just like me yeah. oh no what's, yeah what's what, oh, he's like what, wrestling what? and like all things marvel oh yeah wow, yeah yeah, wow. yeah it's like wow. we're like long lost i think brothers who's your favorite another... who's your favorite wrestler it doesn't matter oh Who my favorite wrestler <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> Kyle, my brother, you know we love you, Got man. It. Thank you so much for, uh, for for being such a big fan and big supporter of the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What's up? September 28th. Yes. It's being named <laughs> Wild Night at the Bookstore. <laughs> Are they going to have to cover all the other books so they don't get ruined? No. We're not going to ruin anything. Uh, People are going to be great. If one. you missed out on it, uh, so Roz's memoir, A Little Bit Broken, is out September 27th. Yes. Okay? You can still pre-order right now, rosweston.com. Less than a month. And there is the official book signing celebration, Wild Night at the Bookstore at Indigo, mm-hmm. Babelor location on September 28th. Yeah. Remind me again the time? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. So made that announcement yesterday. Mm-hmm. And... People were loving the information, right? Yeah. Excited about it. Yeah. A lot of people had questions. The number one question, hopefully you can ask uh, answer right now, right. is um, if people don't get their books in time mm-hmm. that they pre-ordered, right? Mm-hmm. They have no problem purchasing on site. Will there be copies of A Little Bit Broken tons, on site tons, that tons, night? Tons, oh, tons, I assume of course, tons, at the tons, bookstore, tons. obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Lots. I mean, and, the other question, the, the one question I had is, like, I ordered my, am I going to be able to read it before the signing to answer whether or not I'm in it? 
Um, oh, you'll know before. We'll reveal that before. Um, no, we won't. <laughs> I'm trying, I, haven't thought, I haven't thought that far ahead like, yet. Like, you know, right? Is there a way? Can you, like... <laughs> That's why I wrote it. Stupid can you question. go with the pre-orders, right? Yeah. Is there a way to identify, like, individual orders? Can you go in and, like ensure that Maury's copy of the book gets to him on like <laughs> no. September 29th. No, I got mine on Amazon. Like Mine's on Amazon. Yeah, no, no. Can't, I can't you write like Jeff Bezos or something? No, He's no, too busy recovering from the Lord of the Rings premiere last y- night. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Okay. I, have no, I have no control over um, that, guys. The, the other question, Jesus. because people are excited, right? Yeah. Like genuinely excited. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. We're all excited. The, the entire uh, Ross the and team, right? We're, we're yeah. all going to be it's there fun. to support you. DJ Climax is going to be there, yes, by the way. Yes, will be. Spinning music. Very loudly inside of a hopefully, bookstore. Right? Hopefully, hopefully, oh. bookstore loudly, bookstore loudly. Listen, right? You know, we all have to wear I know where the volume controls <laughs> thank are. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank it's you. Gonna be, listen, it's gonna be a wild night of the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard? Listen, I'm gonna bring a machine, right? Yeah. My sound effects machine. Okay. Right? Yeah. Do you think in any bookstore in the entire <laughs> world this sound has ever been played? <laughs> Has the air horn ever debuted? Like, I, I don't. I don't. Sounded know. off inside of a bookstore. I don't. Well, guess know. what? Wild night of the bookstore, Indigo, I Bay Bloor. Don't know. On September twenty eighth. Oh god. Okay, yeah. What? Can you we, regret no, telling us now? No. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> my granny lives above this bookstore. I don't know how loud we can oh go. My god. Um, oh my god. My god. Okay. God. The other question. Yes. Like serious question. Yes. Right? Yes. So we know the book signing September twenty eighth. Yeah. Uh, a lot of questions were, will there be additional book signings at other Indigo locations? Don't know. I think okay. it'll depend on how this one goes. Um, oh, <laughs> we got to make it a wild night in the bookstore then. Let's well, that's not, I don't know if that's necessarily. Uh, no, I, I, geez. I don't have any of none of that stuff is really up to me, right? Like you are part of the, this sort of giant world now, okay. where where you're dealing with the publisher and dealing with Indigo and uh, and that kind of thing. Uh, but I would do anything that they asked me to do. Like, okay. That's just the reality of it. It's just not like I don't know what's being worked on. Like I get sure. sort of you know this. Are you willing to do whatever? And then I just get emails telling me you know sort of where and when and all that other stuff. And then I ask if I can bring um, you know a DJ and some friends. And Mocha wants to bring rally towels apparently. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. People are asking for bookmarks. Bookmarks? What, I got to no. make bookmarks now? No, rally towels is the way rally to go. Towels? Or tissues, because, yeah. like, isn't it a sad book? No. Yeah. Ra- yeah. Why are we cheers with the towels? Yeah, it First, is First, you're going to wave the towel in the air. It is a, what is it, <laughs> right? And then, and Hold then. Hold on a second. Give me one second. What is it, Speaking Shem? of rally towels, yeah. um, our sales team are willing to push in some rally towels, oh, guys. Oh, shut up. No! Yeah. Got an email about it. <laughs> says rally what towels are a go. Yeah? Yeah. Feeling we, like in a giving yo, mood. Wild Night at the Bookstore is, no. is oh taking God. off better than I expected. Oh, come on. This is insane. Are you serious, Shem? Yeah. Uh, I, got, I got an email that says that sales are willing to give us a rally towel. <laughs> Wait, does it have to have, like, sponsored logos on it? I don't know. They, they, just, they heard our uh, conversation this morning, and they said, you know what? Let's do it. Oh, okay. My Rally towels are going to say Wild Night of the Bookstore. <laughs> Come on, they have to. Has to. Right? Oh, my God. Yo, September 28th. Listen, I feel like a club promoter right now. Yeah. Okay. Who needs okay. guest list? Free guest list for everybody. There's no guest okay? list. Okay. <laughs> because it's, you know why? It's a bookstore. Yeah, because it's going to be a Wild Night of the Bookstore. <laughs> September 28th. 
28th, Indigo at Bay Bloor, oh 7 gosh. p.m. Official book signing, Ross's memoir. You regret this? <laughs> a little bit broken. It. Yeah. And it's going to be a what? <laughs> a wild night at the bookstore. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. We're panicking. We have our first guests in years. Who's coming over? My sort of sister-in-law. Who's that? Uh, my legal guardian, Susie's oh. husband's daughter mm-hmm. and her hus- firefighter husband. <laughs> so I went <laughs> so on. So you guys going outside? Like, no, we're going to sit on, on with a balcony possibly, but I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I went on Amazon and ordered Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, that's and then fun. I, that's uh, fun. I said, okay, what about if, we pl- if I ordered like French fries and sushi? Like, I don't know what to do. Have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Is Susie a prude? Susie's not coming over. Oh, she's not coming over. No, oh, the hot she, firefighter's coming over. Firefighter and my right. sort of sister-in-law. Right, 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 right. Wait, how's that your sort of sister-in-law? I don't, I don't know. Because my legal guardian, Susie, is kind of my mother, and it's her new husband's daughter. Her new, Rachel. Her, her new, new husband's daughter. How long has she been married to this guy? Oh, like 10 years? Oh, okay. Okay, so your legal guardian, her husband. Well, I, you're your own legal guardian because you're 50 yeah, years old. That's right. Yes. <laughs> right? So. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yes, but yes. No. Okay. Yes. So I, Susie, keep forget, I keep forgetting about that. Right. Like yes. Aunt Susie raised you. I mean, she signed something back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When yeah. you were a minor. When you were a minor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. okay. So. so your Aunt Susie. My Aunt Susie's new husband's daughter, Rachel, and her firefighter husband, Ken. Okay. okay. And Ken's hot. And that's why you're nervous. Have you met them before? Oh, yeah, many oh, times. Okay. But I've oh, never, okay. but I, we haven't had people over. So I said to Matthew, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. So if we play a game, we don't have mm-hmm. to talk as much. What, what do you mean you don't know what you're going to talk about? Like, with well, catch up on what? Like, I just don't want any awkward what do you silence. Mean catch up on what? The past two years, you've been in a pandemic locked up. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Yeah. I guess, but I just didn't want like nervous, uncomfortable silence. So I thought if we played a game. Yeah. But who, you invited them? Oh, she kind of invited her herself over. Oh. oh, okay. That's good to hear, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're ordering sushi, and you're going to play Cards people Against love, Humanity. People love hearing that about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you should you should uh, break the ice with that. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Hey, it's been not, so... Not that it's a surprise, because you invited yourself over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Laura. Yeah, you should, be, you should be like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. Man, that was a really great idea you had inviting yourself over like that. <laughs> yeah. I was so nervous the entire week. I had to order a game off Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I ordered, so it's the... Co- and then when the she many- leaves, you should invite yourself over more often. This was great. Yeah. <laughs> With Cards Against Humanity, there's some insert ones. I ordered the Jew cards. The Jew cards? Yes, we're all Jewish. That sounds so I figured, even even funny. though I know that, that 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 is not anti-Semitic, it sounds very anti-Semitic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay, so you're going to play Jewish um, <laughs> cards against humanity. Against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's something like, you know, when you start, like, talking about like, something against humanity, and then you got, like, <laughs> and then you got separate separate things for Jews. Like, I don't want to like, play that version. I don't want to play that version, man. <laughs> right? You know, because that game is vulgar. Yeah. Right? Like vulgar, vulgar. Well, my options were Jew cards, gay cards, yeah. or butt cards. Oh, jeez. Why don't you throw them all in the mix? <laughs> she will never invite herself over ever again. Only use the Jew, gay, and butt cards. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, did they identify the people having sex at the Jays game or what? No, but they were escorted out. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I saw that. Also in the cheap seats. Yeah. Wait, well, you're not going to do well, it oh, in the, in the 100s. This, <laughs> no. So up no. in the 500 levels, there was a couple that were caught, like, 
doing it, doing it. And then security and police had to go up and uh, escort yeah. them out. My favorite is the headline from Blog TL, though. Two people were seen engaging in an apparent sex, sex act at Rogers Center. Yeah, but the apparent sex act was sex. <laughs> like, why don't you just say it looked like they were having, a, like, apparently they were having sex. A sex act. The sex act was 100% sex. Was something you, other than and the screenshot that they use, it was of them having sex. Yeah, like she's on top of him, he's mm. in a chair, like leaning back, relaxed. Right? No, wait, on the chair, the no, I think they were they're on the like, steps. Oh, steps. On the steps, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. steps, the right, 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 step. right, right. Yeah, and then so one angle, it looked like the section was deserted, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw one angle, and it looked like they were completely alone. But then there's another angle. We're just off to the left of where the guy, first person, filmed it. Mm-hmm. There's people sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The nosebleeds have been lit at the Rogers Center as of late. Yeah. There like, there was people there. Yeah. Mm. Do you think alcohol was involved? Um, nah, just love. Yeah, it was just Andy Reid. <laughs> now, this has happened before, but in the hotel, like yeah, with an open I know. window. Yeah. My God, that was always a problem, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was such a, what a bad idea. But no, like windows of a hotel right onto the, yeah. to the, the outfield. Everybody was doing it. Like they couldn't show those windows dur- like during a, a during a game at no. all. There was always people you doing knew so- it. There's always something happening. Yes, it, that shouldn't be on television. No, one time it made it on television. Uh, After, really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes, it was a big deal when people had remember? sex at the at Sky Dome in the hotel. Oh, it was wow. a it huge made, it deal. It made like world news, it man. Did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the disgust on Deepa's face. I know. Yeah, I, I know. Right now. No comments. No, <laughs> just you, you, you don't. Have, yeah, just ooh, just ooh is fine. Also, like, ugh. Those steps at the 500s. Oh, I know, sticky, <laughs> right? Like. Ugh. No, I'm not like, Motley Crue played there last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You still got stick from last week right, there. Right. <laughs> they don't water those stairs. No. no. They haven't watered no. since 89. Yeah, man. That <laughs> is like. a concrete set. Well, there is. Well, that's. That, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dirt. But how much comfortable? So like, why would you. Like, why would you choose to do it on, like, hard surface concrete Listen, versus, like, waiting 10 Love don't care, Deepa. Yeah, Deepa. The, okay, the seats fine, aren't that much fine. more comfortable. Yeah. You you think, like, maybe, like, why couldn't they just wait until they get to somewhere a little bit more comfortable? Yeah, because some people, exactly. this is their thing, right? Like, for some people, it wouldn't be half as fun if they waited until they got home. For some people, this is the Ugh. thrill. For some people, this is what makes it all worth it. Now. The risk. When they get escorted out, right? Yeah. Do they get do they get charged? No, you they get fined. They, they weren't charged. Fine. Okay. They weren't charged. Okay. Do they really? also? Is this one of those situations where they get like a, a lifetime ban from Rogers Center, or oh, can they just go and maybe. buy like tickets for a next game? Well, they wouldn't be charged because it's private property, right? Well, yeah. I mean, no. You're still. It's well. No, it's not this private property. It's still in public. You could mm-hmm. still. It's just like if somebody gets in a fist fight inside, you could get charged. But if they did it on the street, they would get charged. Well, no, you can still get charged. I, yeah. You can still get charged. Um, I don't, jeez, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just like, do you think they knew each other? Like they went there together? Do you think they met there? No, they oh, knew each other. They knew question. They, yeah, Are they you knew. sure? I, I think that if it didn't make as much headlines, they would have gone and done it again. I think this was their goal. Right. So Good question. Uh, they say that it remains to be seen if Roger Center will put any extra security measures in place as a result of the two people really? having sex. Well, they oh think that this God. is now going to be a thing. Like condoms? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. So, why are you reaching out? What's going on in your life? I have a total cat came back the very next day situation with an ex. You have a total cat came back the very next day with an ex. Uh, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. How do I get rid of an ex who I dated for five years on and off, who will not leave me alone no matter what I have tried to do to break off the relationship. Damn. So how long ago did this relationship end? It ended about like three years ago. Talk right into your phone. Maybe that's why it keeps coming back because he can't hear you over the telephone. (laughs) He needs to have an in-person conversation with you. What's going on with your phone? I'm walking. Don't walk. Why are you walking? Because I'm at work. Okay, well, oh. stop. You need to stomp where you are so we can have and this conversation. And talk into your phone. The phone is to, on your cheek right now. We need you to be focused. Okay, I'm focused. Okay. okay. So, you broke up three years ago. Yes. Okay, why did you break up? It just wasn't working out. He wasn't making time anymore. He stopped wanting to see me. Okay, and so you're the one that broke it off with him. Yes. Okay, and you told him all those reasons, right? I did. Okay, and he keeps reaching out to you saying what? Saying we can work it out. um, He's the only one who can handle me. What does that mean? He's the only one who can handle you. What kind of of woman are you? I can be something at times. What does that mean? Oh, I can be a bitch. Okay. Mm. Um... Jeez. And and so like when you say that you can be when you can be a bitch, what does that mean? Give us an example. I can be jealous. I will scream at you if you try to talk to my man. I'll try to fight you. Fight. So so if you're with a man and like a woman looks at him, you're going to fight that woman. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you, Alyssa? I am 23. I just turned 23. Okay. Okay. Happy belated. Um, So you tell him it's over. We're done. Never going to get back together again. And he's like, I'm the only one that can handle you. And you're still like, no. And he still keeps coming back? Yes. Now, when he does come back, are you guys hooking up? No. No? So what happens when he comes back? He never shows up. But you just said, Alyssa, I'm trying to get this story, figure this out. What do you mean he never shows up? You're saying that he's bothering you, though. Yeah, through text, but he never shows up to come and see me. Oh, it's through text? Yeah. Okay, so block him. I did. But he keeps making new social media accounts. What do you say? What do you do? You just block him, or do you just say, "I don't want you"? Like, what do you say to him? Have you said anything to him? I told him to leave me alone. I'm not interested, and he's not getting it. Okay, so he just writes you back and says, "You're the one for me." Yes. Yeah. Did you have you told him you don't love him? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he what happens? Still messages you. He still messages me. Um, I mean, you could file like some sort of like formal thing that you're being harassed. I don't know if you want to go that far. I don't know. We'll see. But do you? I don't know because he's never made any time for me unless he wanted to. I know, but okay, that was the relationship that we're talking about now. You, 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 you seem like you're con- like you're conflicted here. Like you seem like you're pissed off because you were with him and he never made any time for you, and that sort of broke your heart and hurt your feelings a little bit, right? Yes. And now you're pissed off that you don't want to be with him, but he is keeps reaching out to you. Yes. But you're going back and forth. So like half this conversation, you're like, I really miss him. And he didn't spend any, he didn't want to hang out with me. And that really hurt my feelings. And then the rest of the conversation is like, hey, I don't want him in my life, but he keeps reaching out to me. Yes. Do you want this guy in your life? I mean, I did love him because we were together. No, 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 no. Don't talk about before, Alyssa. Do right you want, now. Yeah. Do you love this guy? Do you want him in your life now? Yes. 
You do? Oh, so what the hell? So have a conversation with him. I will. Okay. That was easy. Got to the bottom of that. Uh, so, re- so I guess the the, the our, our my our advice would be reply. Yes, unblock him from everything. <laughs> right. Uh, have an honest conversation with him though, and uh, try not to get into a fist fight while you're doing it. Okay. 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 Thank Thanks, okay. Alyssa. Okay, Alyssa. You, you take Bye. care. Oof, that was hella confusing. I don't, even, I don't even know what happened just I, then. I think we won. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> Apparently, that's a love looks I don't like. know. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. He's Roz. I'm Mocha. Devin Mori's here. I picked up my bottle of wine. I'm ready to go for the weekend. Shem is here as well. You picked up your bottle of what, more? Wine. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Kind of what kind of wine did you get? We got a red. To oh. do what with? Um, it'll probably last the whole weekend. It'll be fantastic. Stare at? <laughs> my headphones just died. I can't hear anybody. Oh. FYI. Your headphones or your ears? My headphones. <laughs> my whole bo- my whole box. We have like a whole contraption here. Yeah, yeah. So I what do we do? One over. Give me a sec. Keep talking about your wine, Maury. I, I Well, I was done. Ta- I don't know what else to say about my wine. Uh, what kind did you get? How much did you spend on it? It's Fifteen dollars, and it was mm-hmm. a some sort of red. From where? Uh, the LC. Oh, from Ontario. <laughs> I know the LCBO man. It it, it is Jackson Triggs. <laughs> oh, Jackson Triggs. They make yeah. very nice wine there. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you prefer a style? Like, you prefer a Cab Sauve? Oh, Pinot Noir. Oh, uh, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. You say you. Yeah. So, how much Pinot of that are you guys going to drink? Do you think? Um. Well, we have two people coming over, so I think between the four of us, hold on. You need what? another bottle. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Just wait. You have guests coming over. Yeah. You have like you're entertaining. We are entertaining. You, you, you have invited guests coming over. Yes. Oh, this is game night, right? Game you guys night. plan you guys plan game night. French fries and wine. Okay. And so I you thought it was when did French fries when did it change? I thought it was sushi. French fries, sushi, and wine. Yes. Okay. So you invite you have two there's you and Matthew, and then you have two other guests coming over. That's right. For a game night. You're gonna play cards against humanity. Yes. And you bought Jewish ju- and cards. You, and you bought Jew cards, as you said. <laughs> the Jewish edition. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And so there's four people for game night. Yeah. And you bought a one bottle. Bo- oh. Yeah. Bro. You have clearly never had Bro. people over to your place That's before. Correct. Yes. Okay, hold on. Is this one bottle on top of other alcoholic beverages you're going to offer your guests? No, we have one bottle of wine. <laughs> How long are they coming over? Ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pop-in, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a real visit. Do you I know- thought we were going to sit there and like at least play until midnight. <laughs> Bro, do you know one bottle of wine is enough for like one serving for each person? Well, anytime I've gone to a winery, they pour like a little splash Bro, at the bottom no. of a cup. Oh, my God. No, yeah, you're no. not serving... You're not doing no. tasters here. No, no, no. More, you need to go and buy another bottle of wine. Come on, man. Yeah. Don't be that guy. You need to buy I thought I was the guy. Not the that guy. guy. I thought I was the guy. For one bottle. French fry sushi in a bottle of wine. Do you know, no. two, good weeks, host here. You know two no. weeks ago? <laughs> I no. shouldn't admit this. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I finished one bottle of wine yeah. by myself in a night. Yeah. Well, you must have been hammered. Yeah, yeah. No. No. No, that's great. easy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to drink a bottle of wine more. Matthew's gone on two sips. Wow. Yeah. Same with Catherine. Oh, oh really? Oh, my God. Oh my like, God. well, first of all, Catherine doesn't drink anything other than once every six months she has a margarita. Yeah. And then after two sips, she looks at me and goes, you're driving. 
<laughs> and you look at her and be and like, I'm like, we're already home. And then and then Roxy and then Roxy looks at me and goes, Margarita mommy's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Because Roxy, yeah, yeah. What she, happens when Margarita Mommy shows uh, up? Margarita Mommy's Chaos? a whole thing. A whole thing. Do we thing. love Margarita I, Mommy? I personally love Margarita oh, Mommy. Oh wow. Yeah, I personally love it. But uh, but yeah, no, same thing. Like I don't know how Jenna is with alcohol. Uh-huh. She I'm, she can drink, right? Yeah, yeah, she can turn into a margarita mommy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Matthew <laughs> will do two sips and then literally stumble in the kitchen. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's totally and he's on the floor too. and he's like, Oh, I on the oh, floor? Just, he's rolling around. He's like, I'm so drunk. <laughs> I need to go to Betty Ford. <laughs> oh, I have a problem. Anyway, for your uh, super, your super lit party this weekend, damn it, Maury, highly recommend picking up a second. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a new horror movie coming out September 9th called Barbarian. Bill Skarsgård is in it. Mm. Bill Skarsgård. Uh, Justin Long is in it. Kate Bosworth is in it. Um, people behind some of the producers behind it and the grudge and I believe ring maybe oh, wow. are um behind this movie. It oh, is man. one scary. Is it scary? Movie. Because oh, the trailer wild. looks kind of freaky, man. It's it's wild. What's it okay. called? Barbarian? Barbarian. Um the Did you watch it alone, Maury? Well, I mean I sat far away from other people in theater. Oh, you sat you sat in a theater. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the description says, uh, in Barbarian, a young woman traveling to Detroit for a job interview books a rental home, but when she arrives late at night, she discovers that the house is double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Mm, Against her better judgment, no. she decides to spend the evening, but soon discovers that there's a lot more fear than just an unexpected house guest. Okay, no woman would do that. Who in their okay, right well, mind Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The guy's good looking. Now answer the question. Oh, uh, no, no, still no chance. No chance. Uh, Damon Worry talking to uh, a couple of the people in the movie, including Justin Long. <sighs> this was so fantastic. I was watching this movie through my fingers, which I think is a compliment. <laughs> now, but I do have a bit of a bone to pick with both of you. Oh, no. Have you not learned anything? from watching scary movies, you don't go back into the house. WTF is wrong with you. I know, I know. I mean, I think uh, at least my character, Tess, is a brave, she goes through bravery and resilience and she's, you know, she wants to be the savior. But um, I think AJ's just kind of dumb, right? (laughs) I'd like to think I would go back in. I'd go back in for Georgie. Uh, We know each other well enough at this point, but... uh, I, I, I agree with you, Maury. It's it, it's a dumb. It's never ends well. I will say I will say uh, that this one, Zach, the writer director, he can, he's a fan of such a huge fan of horror movies, and he constructed a, a scenario, many scenarios where uh, logically she does all of the right moves. I mean, Georgie does all the things you're supposed to do for the most part, and then she has, like she said, moments of heroism, which clearly you don't possess, Maury. Oh damn! <laughs> now clearly, now I, I look when it's a situation like this, I have to fend for myself. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I get it. I'm about to say the same thing. Oh man, wow. you getting dissed by the guy oh. that did Apple commercials back in the day. <laughs> also, also like Maury's, like you have a husband, man. Like you're not going back in the house for okay. Matthew. Okay, we were Matthew and I were in New York yeah. on the subway. A fight broke out. Yeah. Matthew ran and didn't even look back to see if I was with him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Damon Moore talking to Justin Long uh, from the new movie Barbarian, which is out September 9th. Are you worried at all about what Airbnb, the company, might say once this movie comes out? You know, when we watched the TV show This Is Us, Crockpot had to release a statement. So I'm wondering if Airbnb is going to have to release some sort of a statement when this movie comes out. What do you think? What happened to Crockpot? Why, why did they have to release oh, a statement? God. Oh, no. Okay, spoiler alert if you're Thank watching, you. like, well, two There was a fire? Ago. Did that cause the fire or something? Yeah, Crockpot oh, caused oh, the okay. fire. Well, well, no, I think Airbnb, we're talking so much about it. By the way, Airbnb is they do such great charity work. They do, it's they covered, house a lot of these tracks now. are being housed currently by Airbnb. They're incredible. They do great work. And, and I use them all the time. I love them. I will say this. Next time I book my Airbnb, which I will, because I love the company, I will check the basement. I'm going to just oh. check. Oh. To, if they have a basement, I'm going to make sure oh. there's no hidden doors or walls. That's it. Otherwise, they're use airbnb freely that by the way is not a spoiler because you get a lot of information in the trailer okay. for this new movie uh barbarian which is based on what i saw the two and a half minute trailer yeah. terrifying um is it true you were too scared to read the script that you had to wait for daylight to do so unfortunately that that is true that happened to me i was 43 years old at the time and um, I did. I, it was so, I, but I was conflicted, Marty, because it was so um, engaging. I was so engaged with the story. It's such a fun story that takes such, uh, you saw the movie, such like unexpected turns. And I never read anything like that. And so uh, as a as a fan, as, as an actor, I, I was curious. But as a human being, as a 43-year-old person afraid of the dark and weird sounds, I was staying in an RV, like a trailer park in the middle of, Louisiana. Um, I was afraid. I was afraid already uh, just by sounds of, you know, like bayou animals. And um, so, yes, I had to wait till the morning. Can you imagine a script no. being that scary no. that you can only read it during the day? No. Jeez. No. Uh, that is Justin Long. The new movie is called Barbarian in theaters September 9th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Taylor Swift dropped some massive news of the VMAs, huh? Um, so how many awards did she win? Three awards, mm-hmm. including the uh, top honor of video of the year for her uh, monster long video that she had there. And then uh, when she was up on stage, I guess like, I f- see Taylor's so great at keeping secrets and stuff, right? But like yeah. fans know, like they sort of know her, um, I don't know, like her cycle, right? When she's like, do for something new but like sure. her, her fans know but the way she worded this yeah it sort of sounded like if she didn't win she wasn't gonna tell us uh yeah no you're One right would assume yeah. that she pl- <laughs> like pre- she pre-scheduled the instagram post well believe me taylor swift knew she was going to be winning that award or she yeah. would not have gone she would not have been mm. there uh so here we go this is taylor this is uh, taylor swift uh winning uh, video of the year honored to have been recognized Woo! alongside such amazing artists and directors in this category and i just want to say i'm so heartened by the fact that for the first time in vma history four of the directors nominated in the video of the year category are women you guys i'm just so proud of what we made and i i know with ever every second of this moment that we wouldn't have been able to make this short film if it weren't for you the fans yeah that's us because 
I wouldn't be able to re-record my albums if it weren't for you. Woo! That's us. <laughs> you emboldened me to do that, and I had, I had sort of made up my mind that if you were going to be this generous and give us this, I, I thought it might be a fun moment to tell you that. And at this point, people knew, right? Oh, they yeah. kind of figured what the news was going to be. That my brand new album comes out October 21st. <laughs> nice. So the new album is Midnights, the uh, stories of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout my life. And uh, like Taylor said, it's uh, October 21st. And then she said, meet me at midnight. So, yeah, big news. Did she, what did she Big post? news. She that was on she Insta. She posted the album cover on her Instagram. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there yeah. it is. What's it look like? So it's her. She got blue eyeliner on. No, not eyeliner. Eyeshadow? Sure, let me what see. What is it you put on the top? Yeah. Yeah, eyeshadow. And then she it looks like a, a lighter. She's flicking a lighter. Oh, yeah. There but you if go. you go to her story, the lighter uh-huh. actually works. Okay. <laughs> like the flame is moving. Oh, it's one of those. I, what do they call those things? Those are called No, 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 no. It's animated uh, photo. No, it's got it's, it's got something else. It's got another uh, another name for it. What, so what do you what do you think? What what uh, what lane is Taylor going to be in with this new record, Sham? Um, I'm going to go very like very introspective. I don't think I would not expect a big a pop, big pop album. No, no. I'm I'm expecting a lot of like love and a little bit of sorrow. She said she was. Sleepless nights, right? Yeah. Up sleepless nights. So I'm gonna guess something really slow paced. Yeah. Um, I know, yeah. but that last album, that folklore and yeah. evermore. Was that evermore? Yeah, evermore. Yeah. Right. But you can't Those call two. something midnight and have it be upbeat. You would have to call it noon. No, I don't know. I think you can. I think you can. I I, I tend to agree with you though, because yeah. folklore and that other one. Mm-hmm. What was evermore. the other one again? Evermore. 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 They were like they weren't big pop albums, right? Not at all. No. Not at all. But they but did, they well did for her. very well. Yeah. So because may- I think people her fans, her hardcore fans, yeah. I think love the emotional storyteller yes. Taylor Swift as yeah. opposed to the big fun pop records. Mm-hmm. I think there's right? a billion clues in everything she just posted and we ain't seeing it. Yeah. Well, you take some time and figure out something. Well, find the first some clues. story, cool. the first story yeah. is three alarm clocks mm-hmm. right. at 11.59. That might be something. Well, because the album's called Midnight, so it's almost there. I know, it's but maybe midnight. the three clocks mean something. Okay. The lighter in the flame has to mean something. Well, if, yeah, I'm sure it does, but are you coming up with answers or what are you doing? No, Quite, I'm, just, I'm just giving you the clues. she smokes now. That's why. <laughs> yes, obviously she just got high, Maury. (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indian matchmaker on, uh, or Indian matchmaking on Netflix always uh, hits top 10 whenever a new season drops. And uh, these episodes have people going bonkers. I know Deepa's a big fan of the show. Um, I I love the show because season one, you're like, why do people need matchmakers? Mm-hmm. And then I think it continues in season two, the question. But it, yeah, it's a really, really good show. So explain it. It's just literally a matchmaker finding Indian people to link up. Yeah. So her name is Seema Auntie, and she has this like extensive list of like a massive roster. So it's Huge like, hey, Rolodex. Yeah, right? pretty much. And you're like, oh, if I want a guy that's six foot six, likes butter chicken and has a dog, basically she'll go in her <laughs> database and yeah. find somebody. 
for Wait, you. Where's yeah. that guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all matched up. How many of those does she have? <laughs> Probably like tens of thousands. To be so honest. explain to me. So this person that everyone keeps talking about, Nadia. Uh, Nadia, by the way, you you had a chance to uh, to talk to as well. Is Nadia the villain on this season, the new season? How could you be a villain on this show? Okay, I mean, what evil doing do you do on a matchmaker? Oh, I guess you could be. There's lots of drama. So she was the most loved in season one. And okay. I think she became the quote villain of season two because when season one ended, Seema Auntie had set her up with some guy. It seemed to be going well. Uh-huh. But then there was a pandemic, right? Two years in between the two oh. seasons. And in season two, she kind of ends up liking somebody else and okay. she makes out with him in front of the guy she was matched with in season one named Shaker. And he's like distressed. Like uh, he's heartbroken over it. But I think there's a lot more to the story than whoa, what whoa, was whoa, actually on. shown. What do you mean she made out in front of him? Like on purpose? Like they had a mixer of like, oh, Indian matchmaking. And they had a bunch of people come down and like have a mixer together. And yeah. she met this guy there. And then oh, they kind of it off. At, at that first meeting, she started making out with a with dude? Yeah, at the first meeting. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about a lot of things, right? Uh-huh. But I know sort of like in that, like, you know, Indian Bollywood world, entertainment world, there's not a lot of public making out. Yeah, but these are like real people, though. These are like real brown people that um, don't adhere to the Bollywood stereotypes. No, but you know so, what I mean? Yeah. But th- listen, there's a lot of, I know a lot, of, I, I know Indian sure. people that won't that won't do PDA. Well, me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what, this guy, what's his name? Shaker? Shaker, yeah, yeah. So he he was what? He was like super pissed that she made, because he still liked her, she met out with some next dude right in front of him. And uh, this is Deepa talking to Nadia from Indian Matchmaker about that. I think I just wanted to get some clarification from your end as well, because I know Uh. you've been super open and saying that, um, you know, you were open with Shaker, like you had a boyfriend in yeah. filming for a year. Yeah. And it wasn't something that you kept a secret, but I think something that is on people's minds and why they're so confused is, you know, why was he so shocked that it didn't work out? Like, where was that confusion coming from? Like, were there loose ends? What was going on in that situation? Yeah, I mean, that's my question, too, because after seeing his reaction to our call, I was like, wait, I was even confused by by his um, reaction. And I understand, you know, everyone kind of has to deal with their emotions in, in their own process. But um I mean, yes, I, I had a boyfriend for a whole year in between this time and the three of us would FaceTime and, you know, he met Shaker because Shaker was a really good friend of mine and we would talk, we would talk very frequently. Um, and so I'm unsure of where his his reaction was coming from, but, um, you know, it's it's maybe not easy to to see that happen but also we were never together at any point no 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 you can't be friends with your ex while you have a new no. man are you on a matchmaking show also having a boyfriend is that the deal with her so what happened was <sighs> that's rude you didn't <laughs> technically they didn't date but because uh-huh. there was a two year break right she ended up finding someone on her own they dated for a year and they didn't end up working out, which is why she was back on season two to see if she could find somebody else through Seema Auntie. So that's what happened with Nadia's situation. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the other part of, of the controversy with this girl 
is the show is called Indian Matchmaking. Yeah. And much like myself, Shem, Deepa, and you, Roz. Yes. Nadia <laughs> is Guyanese. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a problem? Like if, if somebody thinks you're Indian, but you turn out to be Guyanese, is that like, is that a thing? Is it a thing? Yeah, that's a, that's a that's thing. A actual, that's an actual thing. I got to look out like, for this oh. now? Yeah, now you yeah, do. Yeah, you got to. <sighs> so listen Sorry, to Deepa Rod. talk to Nadia about the exact same thing. You're Guyanese. Yes, girl. For <laughs> our Guyanese representation on the show, I think that is so commendable. That is so cool. But you're on a show called Indian Matchmaking. So did you have any experiences where people found out that you were Guyanese and they were kind of discriminatory against you mm. and you weren't taken as seriously? Because I imagine that is yeah. actually a real problem. Oh, well, I don't know if you've seen Reddit um, at all, but I read a Reddit thread where, um, which Reddit is such a black hole, by the way, yes. Um but read a Reddit thread about Nadia's Indo-Caribbean. So why is she on a show called Indian Matchmaking? Ooh. And this was a big insecurity that I shared in season one about being Indo-Caribbean and not really being accepted by, you know, one, my ex-boyfriend and two, just, you know, um, mainland uh, Indians, uh, throughout my life. And then that was kind of like twisted around. And for me, using that against me has been really hurtful because it's like, this was something that has taken me a long time to to get so comfortable in my own skin and be able to bring my whole self to uh, scenario, you know, different scenarios or, or, you know, places that I find myself in. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's very hard to, to be that representation on a show called Indian matchmaking when you are Indo-Caribbean, but it's not even about representing Indo-Caribbeans. It's about representing anybody whose family left India and settled somewhere else in the world. There you go. That is Deepa talking to Nadia from Indian matchmaking, uh, which is now on Netflix season two, by the way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Mocha. Hello. I love this part of the show, man. Me too. All right, here we go. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio split with his girlfriend of four years, uh, Camila Marone, just months after she turned 25. I, I know had I no idea he was dating anyone. Bro, I know that this is like the joke. I saw a graph dating back from when um, Leonardo DiCaprio was in his 20s. I think he was like 26 or something yeah. like that. And from 26 until 47, he's never dated somebody over 25. Really? And, the, and the joke is that um, Titanic turns 25 this oh, December. No. And so yeah. the, so Titanic is running out of time to go on a date with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insiders close to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, said that uh, he and Marone had just been growing apart recently. No, she's been growing up is what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you should see this graph. It is incredible. And, and I'm not talking, it's not like he's only had a couple girlfriends. There's like 10 women in there. Oh my God, Leo. Right? Do you think they had a conversation like, well, you, you know, you're I, getting close to 25. But I think that they all think that they're going to one that breaks the streak, right? Right, Like, yeah. you, you have to. You've been with the guy four years. Like, come right? already, bro. Yeah, like, you've been with him for four years. And then I saw a picture of him yesterday. There was a huge article yesterday talking about how much weight he lost because he's all slim and stuff again. Oh, I'm yeah? like, of course, because he's going back out to market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Look at Did the you goods. see that picture of Malibu looking trim? 
the market. He's going back out to market. <laughs> 24 and under. That's it. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Oh, let's do the Madonna thing. So uh, this look, what, what is the publication where they do that sort of like 100 questions with people? Is that Vanity Fair? What is that? Because Ma- Yes. Madonna, G- is it G- GQ or Vanity Fair? One of those two things. So Madonna did her own version where she answered 50 fan questions where she's sort of like walking around a farm and like looking back at the camera and all this other stuff. Uh, so two revelations, uh, one that she's still very much interested in sex, but Madonna actually comments on how she feels about her two marriages. Listen to this. What's your Zodiac sign? Sex. Current favorite obsession? Sex. <laughs> What's a decision you made wow. that looking back maybe wasn't the best idea? Getting married. Both oh. times. Oh. What type of music do you listen to? I listen to good music. Do you have any pets? I do. I have several pets. I just can't remember their names. What would be something people would be surprised to learn about you? That I hate being asked questions. Okay, hold on oh, a second. This was her idea, though, right? Yes. So why is she acting it was on like her? I don't know. This is her. This is why her she thing. Being so mean. I don't know. No, it's her character. She has to. I know, what but character? still, that whole mean. Th- it's played out a little bit, I think. But uh, but the interesting, I mean, to say that though, like, what are your past regrets? And she says, my marriage is both of them. So Sean Penn and Guy Ritchie were the two mm. men that she was uh, that she was married to. Uh, well, she's being honest. What if she does regret them? Well, because I don't know. You have kids, right? She's like, not regretting the children. No, she just doesn't I know. Want to be married. I know, but if she I just wouldn't want to, so I know it just sounds so mean. I know she does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love it. Sure. I love her. Answer her would be the same thing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Mariah Carey sitting down with Meghan Markle for her Archetype uh, podcast. This is uh, Meghan and Mariah discussing. Uh, the word and meaning and how you feel about being labeled a diva. It says by the mid 20th century, both terms prima donna and diva, although still used in operatic terms, had become more generalized and slightly derogatory remarks referring to any ambitious, demanding woman in show business. Right. So I grew up with that because my mother would be like, so-and-so is very much the diva. People take it as a compliment now, some people. And then some people take it as, oh, she's such a diva. For you, is it a compliment or a criticism? I think it's both. (laughs) For me, I think it's both. I do. Because, I mean, I know the origin of the word. Like, it's very much the grandeur of it all. It's what I envision. I was like, oh, you know, I don't know that I thought the word glamorized and fabulous and whatever Mm -hmm. and then like as things evolved like you know the past I guess whatever 20 years I don't know numbers but it became like a diva for me they mean you're a successful woman usually but also and I forgive me if we're not allowed to say the b word but a b-i-t-c-h like it's not okay Mm -hmm. for you to be a boss. It's not okay for you to be a strong woman. The diva thing, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's not something that I connect to, but if for you, it's been a huge you part give of us your diva moments. Sometimes, I do, Megan, what kind don't of diva moments do I give you? <laughs> don't act oh. like you. It's, it's, right it's, it's also the visual. It's the visual. A lot oh, of it's, it's the, the visual. Oh, damn. Mm, interesting. I think Mariah's all the different kinds of diva. She is, and she, I mean, her mother, it's important to note that her mother was a hugely successful opera singer. Yeah. So that's why she mentions that, but she's very much all aspects of it. She is. I think she's all of them. I remember, I told this story a bunch of times. I went to New York um, 
I've interviewed Mariah a bunch of times, but I went to New York one time to interview her and uh, Mariah was wearing an outfit where she was not going to sit for the interviews. So the, you had to stand and they had you in a giant room. And because I was so tall, they went in and they stood me in my spot to like stand here. This is where you're going to stand when Mariah comes in. And I was like, okay, cool. And they were like, her light was behind my head. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, can you bend? <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? Can like I bend to the knees? I was like, what bend do you mean? over. I was like, what do you mean? Can I bend, bend? to the hip? Right? And they were like, yeah, just like, can you bend? You're, you're blocking her light. And I was like, well, we're like, like hunch over. And they were like, why don't you raise the light? And they were like, no, 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 Okay. So they were like, can you bend? And I was like, well, like what? And I sort of like hunched my head a little bit. And the guy was like, no, lower. And I go, I go, well, I have to stand up straight to do this interview. And they go, well, what can you do? And I go, I can do this. And I spread my legs a little bit mm-hmm. off to the side because they were only shooting from the waist up. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, yeah, that's good. More. <laughs> and so I spread, more. I spread my legs a little more. Right. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, that's good. More. So he, I spread like the split. So I spread my legs more to right now I'm standing and my legs are about a foot past what would be considered to be shoulder width. So I'm doing the splits in this hotel suite. Okay. Yeah. And then the guy goes right there. Don't move. <laughs> 40 minutes later, Mariah laugh? Carey walks in the room. Oh my God. Did she not ask why you were doing 40, the splits? 40 minutes later, Question. Mariah Carey walks in the room and she says this. Mariah Carey walks in the room and announces, who says I'm a diva? Walks over oh to me, God. stands in front of me, yeah. does the interview, does not once even acknowledge the fact that I'm doing the splits in front of her. Because you're probably not that the first so one. Funny. Thank you. <laughs> but that's not the longest you've waited for her. Oh, no. Mariah Carey was 24 hours late for an interview one time. Oh they God. booked me a hotel. Did you have to do the splits just, all that time, I, too? No, I just I had to sleep over. <laughs> in the splits? Oh, Mariah Carey yeah. sleep over. I had, I, had to, yeah, I had to sleep over. They made me sleep over. Oh, she was so late. Nightmare. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I saw this on TikTok. Um, I don't know where this bar was. Man, I wish I knew. Um, but they have gone 30 plus to be let into this bar. LA. I is that, that where it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 plus. Wow, I'll let you know when right? I hit that age. Why are you so excited? Now, now, I thought that this was like some bougie establishment, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's like some saloon. Like, it's like a, it's oh. like, it's, it looks like, it's like. It's like a bar bar? It's like a bar bar. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's a nachos and chicken fingers kind of bar. Oh. Like, I thought it was Why like. Is it 30 plus? Because I guess they don't like rowdy. And they were like, okay, we want to get rid of the young people that come in here. Don't buy any food. And they're just like super loud. So they went, they went 30 plus. Wow. And There's so some rowdy 30 plus people. Yeah, but not like that though. But now the, the crazy thing was, is that the, the people that got turned away uh-huh. were quite pissed about it. But when you read the comments for this is everybody's like, understand you're pissed, but trust me, when you're 30, you will appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much the general. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of down with that though. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind a thirty plus. You also uh, want when you've talked before where you want it to be earlier in the day. Oh yeah, I would love that. I want an early sitting at so uh, thirty plus and at three p.m. Yeah, I want no. I want an early sitting, but club night. Like I want to be able to do like all the club things, but I want to be able to do it like right after work. Be wrapped by eight thirty, <laughs> and then you can open up again at nine for all the hardcores. Mm-hmm. Right on your way home, stop off at the grocery store. Yeah, like I'm home. I'm home by nine. Like mm-hmm. that's that's all I want. Even earlier. Like like you know, you finish work five, head there by six. Yeah, home by so nine. So do you have to change at work into your club clothes? 
yeah, like a like a superhero, right? <laughs> yeah. Or if you forget, like you stop at Le Chateau on the way, whatever, right? Yeah. Like it's it's all you're all good. You you figure Point it me out. Put your pleather pants, please. Yeah. <laughs> like you figure it out. But no, I don't want to be out late, right? All they they can go. Everybody else can show up at a club at nine. I want to be home nine? early. Yeah. Who goes to a club at nine? You nerd. What time do people go clubbing at? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven o'clock, nerd. No okay, thanks. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. What time do when people go clubbing? What time do they go clubbing? Like Twelve thirty. Yeah. If you want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, like midnight, twelve thirty. That's too close midnight. to last call. Yes, no, it's not midnight. Yo, y'all are some amateurs. Yeah. Even when I was like, when I was hardcore, where I went out every single night, I was never there later than say ten. Really? And it was that, packed. What? It was packed. You would oh, wait in line say, for you hours. Helping, were you helping the bars? <laughs> no, you would, <laughs> wait, you, would wait in, you would wait in line for hours. Uh-huh. I mean, last call was one though. Okay. Right. So maybe that changes things. Uh, that's corny. When right? was the last so. time you were out past two? Like doing what? Partying. <laughs> oh, like I went to bring the garbage out past two one night when I was on vacation. <laughs> Technically, I was out past two. Oh, wow. Right? You know how to live like, it up. Yeah, yeah. I forgot something in the car another night. Uh-huh. had to go out for that past two. Uh-huh. Wow. Right? Oh, no, that was the same night as bringing out the garbage. Oh. So Doesn't once. count. Doesn't count. One time. Uh, Wait. What? Deepa. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen two o'clock in the morning? From outside my house? Yeah. <laughs> you guys gotta answer that question yourself. You ever seen you one, a, you ever seen one a.m.? You ever seen one a.m. out in the world? Oh, um, no. You ever seen midnight? You ever been out, out in the world at midnight? Um, yeah, like not your wedding. Not your wedding. Not your wedding or anybody oh, else's no! wedding. <laughs> say what? No. Not your wedding or anybody else's wedding. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 yes. Actually, for the first time ever, because I don't live with my parents anymore, I went to a lot of Caravana, like, concerts and that sort of thing. And I was out until maybe, like, 1.30-ish. Well, one so that time. Was, that was fun. Yeah? Huh? Just yeah. one uh, time? W- two. Two times. Okay, there we go, two right? Times. That's not so oh, bad. Yeah. 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 Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and have you told your parents, did you tell your dad about that or no? No, are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. Yo, your phone's going to be no, run, no, no. ringing off the hook after this show's done. Just saying. Your dad is... Just, just saying. <laughs> What's this I hear? Hey. <laughs> come, come on now. I got to talk to you. That's actually what he sounds like, too. Deepa, hey. you got where? You best be church. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, I was just looking at pictures of uh, Eddie Murphy on set wearing his Detroit Lions jacket. For what? Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. Oh, you know, I've never seen the full Beverly Hills Cop part you, one. No? Just oh, like bits and it's pieces. so good. Yeah. The, the Beverly Hills Cop one is really, really good. Just bits and pieces. Because he was so young and he was so good. Like, yeah. Eddie Murphy, that character Axel Foley that they that he created. I mean, really, if you're gonna watch Beverly Hills Cop, the other one to watch is um, Beverly Hills Cop Two. No, 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 no. No, Beverly Hills Cop Two wasn't. Okay, was like, hey, oh. just watch the first one. It starts off with uh, what was the Pointer Sister song? Was it Neutron Dance? Is that the first song when the guys are stealing the cigarette truck? Wow, you really remember what's Bro, it called? Pointer New- Sisters. Pointer Sisters. Neutron sisters. Dance. Beverly Hills. Neutron Dance. I think okay. it's uh. It's the best point. I mean, it's my favorite Pointer Sisters song. Neutron Dance, yeah. Yeah. 
I love Neutron Dance. You ever heard Neutron Dance? You don't remember this track? Oh, but there's also uh, Pointer Sisters and Cop 2. Be there. Has everyone been to the bathroom tonight? Mm -hmm. And why are you all jiggling? Okay. Right, people are going to come in. <laughs> the music video, by the way. Oh, yeah. Courteously to their seats, lock them to their seats, and then go directly back out and get the next batch. I don't want you stopping to go fix your makeup, to go make phone so calls. So Axel Foley is uh, trying to bust. He's undercover, right? And he's trying to bust these guys stealing a cigarette truck. Uh -huh. And then there's a big giant uh, chase. Car and this, chase? this is the song. I think it is, right? Yeah. yeah. He's 23, by the way. 23 years old. Yeah. Killing it, man. You ever heard this Eddie, track? Eddie Murphy was 23 when yeah. he did that movie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't want to take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay here locked behind the door. There's no time to stop and get away. Uh, spoiler alert, they're showing clips of the movie Yeah, here. of course. That's what all those music videos were. Whenever a, a band did a song for a movie, the, the music video was full of just clips of the movie. Woo -hoo -hoo. Well, I, if I want to watch a movie, I don't want to... Yeah, you will. And it's hard to find. Uh, anyway, so uh, it's uh, Netflix. They just started shooting in L.A. It's on Netflix? On Netflix. Wow. It is. Um, it's Eddie Murphy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No! So I don't know if Joseph Gordon-Levitt is going to be his partner or if he's going to be the villain. Who was um, his partner in the original? Judge Reinhold. Well, oh. he didn't. Sorry. Sorry. He didn't have a partner. So what wound up happening was Eddie Murphy, Detroit cop, right? Mm -hmm. Goes to L.A. because a buddy of his um, is murdered, maybe, or goes missing. And so he's not allowed to do cop stuff in L.A. because he's a Detroit cop. Sure. But they sort of work with him a little bit. He's not there officially as a cop. So they pair him up with these two stick-up-the-ass L.A. cops. And one oh. of them was Judge Reinhold. Oh, okay. Right? Is that so, like he was driving a regular car? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's good. And hey. uh, Bronson Pinchot, that's where Bronson... Okay, um, you know the, you know when everybody goes, get the hell out of here, right? You know that famous line? Yeah. Right, that's from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, really? That's where Eddie Murphy first did, that's where that line came from, oh, was, uh, was Beverly Pinchot Hills Cop. Bronson from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Balky Bartokomus. <laughs> um, this one lady from Pointer Sisters, yeah. one of the Pointer Sisters, yeah. I assume the eldest Pointer Sister, she looks like, um, what's that lady more like, uh, Patty LaBelle. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I love Patty little bit, LaBelle. A little bit, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's ex, uh, Camila Marone, who, of course, we all know, turned 25 recently, and Leonardo oh, DiCaprio broke up with her. She's so old? She's no, retiring. man. She was out in L.A. Seen, uh, meeting with real estate agents, apartment shopping. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, she get money from him to leave? No, I think no, she, she just left the house, man. Right? Ain't got no place to live. This as reports that Leonardo DiCaprio was spotted with uh, uh, a... Somebody else in? Yeah. He was spotted with a Ukrainian model. How old? 22. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. So she, does she so he's know got, she he's got the next. Years? He's yeah. got the next three years planned yeah. out. I wonder if she knows that. I don't know, man. Come on, Leo. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do we have time to do this Winnie the Pooh thing? Of course. Okay, so Winnie the Pooh, uh, Blood and Honey. This is the horror movie version of Winnie the Pooh because uh, Winnie the Pooh became uh, public domain. The intellectual property for mm. it was is now up for grabs because it's like been out for 95 years or whatever. So these guys got a hold of Winnie the Pooh and they made a slasher film where basically Christopher Robin left to go to college and left his friends, Pooh, Piglet, and Eeyore back in the forest. And then after all these 
these years, he goes back to find them. But what happened was is that when Christopher Robin left, they ran out of food, became feral, and then Pooh and Piglet ate Eeyore, and now they're homicidal maniacs. <laughs> so here's the trailer. You know, you're the first person I ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Because soon we'll be Christopher and Mary Robin. You should be close now. We're not going to find them. We will. Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore. Christopher, we need to leave. Now. We used to be friends. Why are you doing this? Awesome. <laughs> I would have never left that swear. I And then they just go on a murderous <laughs> rampage. <laughs> murderous rampage. Did you watch a full trailer? I did, yes. <laughs> I'm Bro. actually into it. Are you? Yeah. Really? I'm fantastic. really into it. Yeah, I'll watch uh-huh. it, too. I'll watch it, too. Uh, the uh, the directors um, and uh, the guys who created this, uh, Reese uh, Waterfield and Scott Jeffrey, were talking to TMZ. Literally, once this went a bit viral about, it was about two months ago, three months ago, um, my inbox just got absolutely flooded with people. With and, hate. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like, <laughs> it's a bit like Marmite. Like, we had like people who absolutely loved it. And they're like, this is the best thing I've ever heard of. And then other people saying I'm destroying their lives. But the thing so, is, <laughs> you know, those, those Winnie the Pooh fans can they can keep what they've already got. This is for different people that want a different type of Winnie. So if you if you're not into it, you don't have to watch it. But you know, if you love a bit of horror and you think Winnie could be fun, then yeah, cool, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Who are all those fans that have always been clamoring for a different Winnie? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Zero. Like zero. None of them. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, I watched that Nope movie, the uh, Jordan Peele movie. And? Meh. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I thought it was... You know, sometimes there's a movie that I watch where I'm like, man, that was not a very good movie, mm-hmm. but I like it. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where I'm like, ah, oh, it's a pretty decent movie, but I didn't like it. I don't know where I th- this falls. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to confused? feel about it. Yeah, no, I wasn't confused. It was just, I just don't, I don't think that there was enough of what they were doing to make a whole movie, to be honest with you. Really? Did you watch it, Shem? Yeah, the it's plot felt, it's, 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 it's relatively simple, but it's, it's, it's just sort of like, oh, okay. That's how I left feeling. Yeah, the like it's the flat. first movie where I watched the trailer, and because of the trailer, I had no interest in watching. The really, movie. see, because I like those movies, and it's interesting because we've talked about this before. I've always thought that um, Jordan, there's a there's a, there's a sort of correlation between Jordan Peele and M Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. right? When Jordan Peele came out with Get Out, it, it was the same sort of reaction that people had when Sixth Sense came out. Yes, right. It was like, oh my god, they're doing something new. Right. It was it was and it was it was crazy. And it made people pay attention to that individual as a director. Yes. And we could not wait until mm-hmm. they what they did next. And to me, us fell a little bit flat. And so did M. Night's second movie, which was a beach one. What's that? No, M. Night's second movie was um oh, like I mean, sorry, he had done other movies before, but Unbreakable, I actually quite liked. Oh, that's a good I really movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their third but M. Night's third movie was Signs, which was an alien movie. Yeah. Jordan Peele's third movie is an alien, is an alien movie. Mm-hmm. Um so I find that uh, that pretty interesting. But I just didn't think that there was enough of a story for a whole movie. Really? How long and, is and, it? And like there was hour some, and a half? No, it's like two. But two? The, and, yeah, and there's some characters in the in the movie that I just just like 
that weren't grounded in any sort of reality whatsoever. And so I kept like get it like I kept my head kept wandering like I, I, I was I would look down at my phone during um, the movie, which I rarely do. When so I'm do you recommend it? Hey, listen, there um, I'm still going to watch Daniel it. Kaluuya is amazing, mm-hmm. right? He's such a good actor. Kiki Palmer. They did nothing with him in this movie. Oh. He's you have one of the, you have like one of the best sort of like young actors out there in mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya, and he literally does nothing in the movie. What about Kiki? She's good, but almost a caricature though. Like yeah, not, she's, she's very extra. Like v- very, and, and it's fine to be extra, but like it is it's annoyingly extra. Yeah, I found, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was the, also watch it, and they try and tie two stories together and everything else. I don't know. Um, Spoiler but, alert. Oh, tying two stories together is not a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Nope, sucks. Oh, for God's sakes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. And you know what does not suck is Serena winning again at the U.S. Open. Bro. And you know. Like when you look at Bianca and Drescu and everybody else who's still in that tournament, mm-hmm. you know they're playing to win. But there's a huge part of them that are playing because they want to be the one that plays Serena in the final. Mm-hmm. They want that to happen. Every yeah. other every other woman on that court is like, this is going to be the thing. Because you have to let her win? It, no, it's no, career changing. It is. Well, right? it, it, not only that, but you want to, like, that's the moment, right? Uh-huh. Like, that's the, if whether you, and I don't think that they're going to go easy. I don't think they're going to let her win, like, at no, all. No, no, no. Um, but I think that that is, that is such a pivotal moment for, you know, any star to to sort of be, the one on the other side of the court during, you know, a Serena last match. But it and also sucks, though, if you're the one that beats her at her last game. No, and no, history no, going, no but that's sport, though. Win. Listen, Serena has destroyed so many, and you win and you lose in tennis and, and yeah. in sport, right? And I don't think anybody's going to feel, I don't think anybody's going to feel too bad. Now, that, that doesn't mean that the that crazy tennis fans aren't going to go after whoever w- does wind up beating Serena. If, if Serena does lose, she can win the whole damn thing, right? I don't know. Watching her play, yeah. I'm thinking she, I'm thinking she's gonna dust everybody. Yeah, I mean it's look, it's looking, it's looking that way. So uh, here is uh, a, a, a reporter asked Serena after the match, mm-hmm. um, just whether she was even shocked with how well she's doing. And listen to Serena's reaction. Are you surprising yourself with your level at the moment? What? Are you surprising <laughs> yourself with your level? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Serena, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing Serena. Yeah. I'm just doing me. Yeah. But no, what a story it would be if she won this whole thing. It'd be yeah. so great. I, I, I hope she does. Yeah. I really do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Spotify has released their uh, streaming songs of the summer. These are based on streaming numbers. There's sort of Canadian lists and there's a global list. There's a U.S. list. Let's do the global list. Sure. Uh, so globally, at you wanted to start at number three? Sure. Okay, starting at number three, globally, uh, the number three most streamed song is... Me Porto Benito by Bad Bunny, huh? You want to talk about Unstoppable Force, Bad Bunny. Ooh. His numbers this year on record sales and streaming have just been out of this world, man. And don't forget, he's a Marvel guy now, too, right? He is, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two globally streaming. This, is, again, is Song of the Summer. Songs of the Summer. Here's number two. Yeah. Oh! Kate Bush running up that hill. Made famous by uh, one Kate Bush, but also Stranger Things. And that's blowing up on TikTok. The yeah, only, right. honestly, yeah. first time I heard the song was 
by watching Stranger Things. Yeah, because it was released in 85, mm-hmm. right? So you were not like... Born? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah. I very much remember. I loved this song in 85 when it came out. So globally, the, the number two song streamed Glo- on Spotify. Yeah, for the summer. So these are songs of the summer. And uh, number one globally, uh, as far as the song of the summer, according to Spotify subscribers, is... Oh, of course. Harry Styles? Yeah. This year really did belong to Harry Styles. Yes. Right? Like, who else this year has had more success than Harry Styles? Not more. Lizzo had a pretty good year as well. Yeah, she did. You're right. Lizzo, oh, yeah, Lizzo. Lizzo is on the list. Um, where's Lizzo? She's on the U.S. list, I believe, at number 10 with uh, About Damn Time. Okay. Um, so there you go. Those are your uh, streaming numbers for Spotify for Song of the Summer. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Ontarians who test positive for COVID-19 <laughs> no longer have to isolate for five days. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Back to making out with dirty people. Strangers We're all good now No, because we got monkeypox to worry about now Yeah, yeah Uh, You can't make out with people anymore Do we have to tell though? Do we have to say like So, yeah, so five days uh, But you should stay home until after your fever clears And uh, their symptoms have improved for at least 24 hours So I guess it's just saying take the day off uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so Four this five. is from uh, Dr. Kier Morris uh, said yesterday that people can return to work or school while still testing positive for COVID, but not if they are symptomatic. However, uh, they noted that workplaces, of course, have their own requirements. So, yeah, we're all good. I don't know. For me, yeah. if I were to get it, yeah. I would still obviously tell you guys yeah. and I would still stay I'd stay home for a couple. But yeah, until your fever goes away, then you can come in. Yeah, but what they're saying is that as long as you don't have any symptoms, Uh you can still be testing positive. And as long as you don't have symptoms, you're free to live your life. Mm. There's no mandatory isolation. Like when I had COVID, I was felt like hell for like three days, and then I was bored. I was mowing the lawn and stuff. Yeah, I felt great because the policy here. Yeah, and the policy everywhere. Keep your ass at home. Yeah. Even though you felt dynamite. I felt dynamite. Yeah. I was like barbecuing and like. Making out with dirty people. Yeah, man. (laughs) That does not sound like recovery. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Avril Lavigne gets her star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hey, congratulations, Avril. Uh, The uh, princess of pop punk. Uh, she got her star uh, yesterday. Talked about the first time she went to Los Angeles at the age of 16 when she stopped at the Walk of Fame. I mean, can you believe it's been 20 years of this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel really proud and I feel really honored to be getting a star today on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So I can remember seeing these legendary names. And think, and I never could have imagined that mine would be here. This is so crazy. I am so grateful. This is probably one of the coolest days of my life. Aww. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Listen to this story from Stephen uh, Merchant, who was the guy who directed Fighting with My Family with the with the Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So listen to this story that he tells because he's doing a podcast, and they they ask him what is it actually like to work with Dwayne Johnson. But listen, listen to this. So you did omelets with walk-in. 
Yeah. Were you able to do cheat meals with The Rock? <laughs> like, did you do pancakes with The Rock when you were doing out did pancakes with fighting with my family? Although I do remember having a meeting with him uh, in Texas just before a uh, WrestleMania, and we were in his hotel room just having this meeting about the movie. And uh, yeah, and he it was like the like his alarm would go off on his phone at like sort of three seventeen, <laughs> and then he'd go to the fridge and there'd be like you know turkey and rice with like three seventeen oh, right on it. And he would yeah. have to like microwave and eat like it was so regimented. Oh, he yeah. eats a lot, right? It's extraordinary. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think someone even told me. Maybe he told me that he like when he goes for dinner with friends, like he'll take he'll have to take his food to the restaurant and have them heat it up because it's such a structured diet. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. The Rock is bringing food from home. Yeah. to a restaurant. Yep. And the restaurant's not going to say no. It's a friggin' Rock. They will plate that up for him and make it look real. And wash nice. up his Tupperware and bring it back to the table when he's done. And yeah. He just puts it in his bag. Yeah, you know, because you ever see you ever see you ever have those, any of those friends. Or know anybody where when they go to a restaurant, the restaurant's wine isn't good enough for them, so they bring their own bottle of wine? No. Oh, I don't and then, have anybody in an like, like that. that. You have an aunt like that, yeah. Shem? Yeah. No. And, then, and then you pay what's called a corking fee, which what I had thought growing up was a completely different <laughs> thing. Um, but you pay. <laughs> but I've, like, I, I, listen, I don't even like wine, and I've spent hundreds of dollars on corking fees before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Um, so you get a corking fee, and then they just open your bottle for you, and then you get to drink it, right? Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's what the Rock is like, but I don't think they charge they don't the charge Rock. Him for no, that. no, 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 no. No, I too, much like everybody else, fascinated with what he eats and when he eats and how yeah. much, right? Yeah. Because I can only imagine the. Whoever his chef is, or I don't know if he has multiple chefs. Yeah. Like every day in the morning, you are making what, like seven, eight meals for yeah. the guy? Yeah. If he's eating like every two hours? Yeah. It's like owning a horse, right? Like, yes. Like you gotta like, oh my God, I gotta get a three and feed the horse. Right? And like, like sometimes he works out at yeah. midnight. Yeah. And then I imagine after midnight, or after his workout, like an hour later, maybe yeah. he's having something to eat. Like, yeah. does he prepare that himself? Or yeah. is there, like, a meal ready for him? Yeah. But if he goes to the restaurant and brings his food, the restaurant's losing money on him then. No, the restaurant's not because he's there. He's, you think right? a restaurant cares that the man wants to heat up his, his turkey, chicken and rice? Turkey, yeah, <laughs> right? You know, and and also because I'm like, he's, I'm sure that... You know, they're not too bent out about it because I'm sure The Rock's food is, like, fairly bland. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's okay, but it's not, like, covered in sauces and everything that it's makes a like meal a meal. Right? No, right? no, When no. he's sitting there with a tray of sushi and, yeah. like, two extra-large pizzas yeah. and then, like, a bag of cookies. Yeah, right? Come like, on. yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it's, uh, it's, it's good. But, yeah, so The Rock brings his own food to restaurants in, like, wow. a Tupperware. Yeah, and Yo, just has them heated up move. for him. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.